Blog Talk Radio. Listen, Eden is kingdom, and Eden mindset is a kingdom mindset. Let me hear ya. Where my Eden citizens at? Where my Eden citizens at? Where you at? Let me see you do your hands like this. Come on, let me hear ya, let me hear ya. Put your hands together like this. Come on. Here we go. When God made man, he made a spirit. It was his plan that we live blessed. The tempter came. We were distracted. The tempter came. And we fell. We were deep. Blessing is on you, 
and uh, just having a, a blast tonight. And I'm looking forward to our guests, and you'll see what, what I mean here in a second. want us to get a few things out of the way before I bring those guests on, and that is to remind everybody, all of the Douglas Kennedy family, that uh, we haven't abandoned these shows quite yet. We're just taking a break. I thought we was back from break, but then uh, uh, we just, trust me, without going into why, but we just need to take a little break. And uh, then we got the big family reunion coming up in August in Austin, Texas, August 3rd, 4th, 5th, and I think the 6th. Uh, so that's what's happening uh, with the Douglas Kennedy family. Again, uh, we're, just, we're taking a break from the family blog, uh, and uh, we're just going to uh, relax it for a little while. Uh, I think to be very honest with y'all, I try to keep it honest with the family real quick because I got, I got people on the phone lines and they don't know nothing about the family, so I don't want to spend too much time on this. But the bottom line is this, family, uh, Douglas uh, family, uh, we have had a blast with the previous shows, and it's just seemed like um, this just the lack of participation, to tell you the truth. And I don't want to be forceful. I don't want to be aggressive and just keep doing shows, pushing it down people's throats, sending y'all emails. So I just thought I would give it a little break. Just that simple. Some of y'all have been listening, and I, and I want to thank you, those that have never missed one of those shows. But I do have to take a break because it's really not all about Seth. And uh, when I see that I'm doing too much and not getting much uh, help, uh, outside of me and Darlene, I figured, you know, hey, let's relax. But there have been family members that haven't missed the show, and I, and I feel kind of feel for them right about now because they probably don't deserve this break. But nevertheless, we're going to have to take a break for the, from the family shows just for a while, and then we'll pick back up before the uh, reunion. And so if I do decide to do a family show, y'all know because I'll email everybody. But in the meantime, those friends of Five Smooth Stone and family on the phone lines, again, tonight is going to be open forum, and I really, uh, uh, like I said earlier, I'm looking forward to having these childhood friends on the uh, line. Some of them I've heard from in a long, long time, and I don't know if Tim's going to be on the line tonight, but if he is on the line, I haven't heard from him in, in the longest. I've heard from pretty much everybody else, though. But anyway, um, this show tonight, this show tonight is is definitely, definitely not going to be PG. I'm letting everybody know because I don't know who's going to be on or what they're going to say. So I like to kind of warn everybody this is not a family show. Again, this is not a Douglas County family show. This is not a G-rated or PG-rated show. We'll rate this show tonight R because we don't know what is going to happen. So just letting you all know you might not want to uh, um, be sitting around like family normally do on Tuesday night, listen to the Douglas Candy family. This is not a family show. All right? So uh, I want to just talk a little bit about uh, one of the members that I know is going to be on the line. It's going to be Ricky. Y'all remember Ricky the Shivers that was on some time back? I know y'all remember them. Well, guess what? They're back. They're back. The Shivers are back. Some of them, I don't know who else on the line. We'll know it here in a second. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, tell you what, let's go ahead and see. I think this is Ricky. Uh, Ricky, if that's you, uh, whoever, Ricky Shivers, if you're on the phone line, go ahead and press 1, please, uh, if you don't mind. So, but like I said, the Shivers have been on for, for real before, and uh, they had did a really good job. We talked about uh, uh, challenges facing young people. And, uh, and then press it again, Ricky, one more time. I think this is you here. Press it again. So, uh, yeah, that's Ricky. Okay, so like I said, uh, they've been on before, and so y'all should be a stranger to them. Those of you, uh, friends and uh, family of five smooth songs, shouldn't be, uh, they shouldn't be a stranger to you. They was on talking about the state of uh, young black America, and they kept it real. 
and they kept it honest. And I think we got a lot done that night. A lot of solutions went out over the phone lines, some godly wisdom from various people. And hopefully tonight we'll do the same. So without further ado, put a little music in the background. Y'all know how I got to have some music. I just love it. So let's do this. Get a little something going on here. So anyway, they came on. And uh, did a really good job. I expected them to reach his daughter, Kiki. I thought she did a really good job, but she was only female. That's why she stands out. And uh, so tonight, they're back. They're back. The shivers are back. And uh, we're just going to keep it real. So put the phone lines. Very code. 817. Two one two. I believe this is Mr. Ricky. Ricky, are you there? I'm here. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing, man? I'm doing okay, man. Just been, you know, laid back for a minute, but you know, like I said, I'm back, ready to rock and roll, baby. <laughs> yeah, well, folks, like I, like some of you already know, many of you probably don't know, but Ricky is. Um, like I said uh, last time he was on, he was a childhood friend. Been knowing Ricky for a long, long time since we was, I don't know how when it all started, but I remember uh, Ricky and his mother, Ms. Odebell, and his sisters was just an uh, integral part of crump, crump, uh, coming up in the projects. Yes, I said in the projects, low-income housing, that's what it was all about for us. But we learned a lot, humble beginnings, uh, have produced a lot of humble hearts, and I think a lot of uh, success stories all across their projects. They know, and we don't take no backseat to nobody. And uh, you heard from Ricky, he's been all over the place, you know, travel. And uh, we just don't take a backseat to our upbringing, do we, Ricky? Hey, now nah, we do the thing, man. That's what we do. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I thank God for those humble beginnings. Uh, I just thank God for Mama and the wisdom that God gave her, the, 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 the sense, the knowledge, the wisdom to give her life to him, first of all, first of all, and foremost. And when she did that, it didn't matter where you lived at at that point. All you need to do is follow God's wisdom, follow God's voice, and she wasn't perfect at it. No, she wasn't. But she tried her best to raise us up in the fear and admonition of the Father, and I think we turned out pretty good. And then down the way there was Miss Odebell and Ricky and Paula and Deborah, and you know Miss Odebell. Remember her? I remember I visited some church, the church one time that she went to. What was the church name over there on on Fort Worth? Over off of Avenue. Harvey Avenue. Harvey Avenue. Yeah, yeah, I remember going there. So anyway, here we are. Here we are. We still around. We still around. And uh, I would venture to say that Ricky loved the Lord. Am I right, Ricky? I want to assume nothing. Don't put no words in your mouth, right? That's right. Yeah, and again, folks, this is just an open forum. We ain't trying to be religious. We ain't trying to keep it. Tonight is just open for no telling what you hear. We're just going to kind of, uh, I don't know how to say it, but just kind of just chill out tonight, okay? I'm always, I'm always real high-sprung talking about all the things going on in the world and and, and, and white supremacy and one-world government and all the things that five fools don't talk about. We, it's hundreds of topics seem like we've done over 300 shows. So, but tonight, tonight is we're just going to lay back. And y'all going to hear from some of my old friends. We don't hang out like we used to. I haven't seen Rick in a long time. 
And if Shemp comes on the line, I haven't seen him in years, years, many years. So I thought I would do a show, talk with Ricky a little bit. And he said, hey, man, you got to do a show. You know, let's just come online and just chill out. And normally when I do these shows, I'll have all this research. And, or if it's a family show, I'll have all these little notes. And I don't have anything in front of me, really. So, Ricky, who we got tonight that's going to be joining you? Well, Mr. Turney, what I was saying about, you know, for us, what you what what you are real good about, you know, I I, I wanna talk about the Ten Commandments. I'm kinda of, I, I need to hear something about that, you know, if you would enlighten us in that one right there. And then we'll go on with a little something else with just life itself, you know what I'm saying? Huh. You know, Bible okay. and everything, so Okay, okay. All right, well let me ask you this, who you have on the line? Who you who you you had mentioned something about you may be inviting some people, so I don't know if they're on the line or not. Who did you invite? Or are they coming? Let me I guess we should back up and ask you that. Okay, Byron, he's on the line. He's on on the line and Tim said he's gonna check in just a little bit and your brother he should be already already there. Okay. All right, that's good. That's what I need to know. All right, so let me just put out a little announcement here because I don't know all these phone numbers. We've got a nice little gathering here tonight of phone numbers. If y'all, if you are with the one and only Ricky Shivers and you're on the line and you want to speak or you're going to be speaking tonight, please press 1 at this time. Okay, I see a hand already raised. My bad, my bad. I just now saw the hand was raised. So let's go ahead and open up a second phone line, and that's going to be, hold on here, Area code 817-902, 817-902. Go ahead with your question. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Who is this? <laughs> this is Kiki. Hey, y'all. <laughs> hey, Kiki, how you doing? I'm fine. Just sitting back waiting for Texas to legalize marijuana. <laughs> well, young lady... <laughs> You've probably been waiting a long, long time. I mean, it's saying that this is the most conservative state in the union, but I don't know. Maybe you might get your hopes. Maybe you might get your hopes fulfilled. We never know. So you're looking forward to them really legalizing marijuana, huh? Yeah. This could handle so many problems that we have. This could handle so many problems that we have in life, financially, mentally. Physically, this stuff stimulates your mind. Financially, now, that's the first. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not only can so, Ricky, you spend money, uh, you uh, can uh, make uh, money. Hold on a second, Miss Kiki. So, Ricky, you think that's funny, huh? No, I ain't, I ain't really laughing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> that's my baby, though, Seth. I hear you, I hear you. Well, to be very honest, Kiki, I'm so glad, I'm so glad you said that. You couldn't open up with a better line. You know why? A lot of young people feel like you, so I ain't going to throw you on the bus for that. A lot, a lot of, people of older like people that. smoke weed. I smoke yeah. most of my marijuana with older people. Oh, really? Old people. Old, old. You want to do a roll call? You want to do a roll call while you're on the line where everybody listening? <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, don't do baby, it. somebody's going to be mad. Don't do it. Don't do it. Never mind. Okay. Well, anyway, Miss Kiki, welcome to the show. It's good to hear your voice again. I really enjoyed you last time. I'm so glad you're going to join us tonight. I'm looking forward to hearing what you got to say. And go ahead and say hello to all those people listening to you all over the 
country eventually uh, before it's over. Hello, everybody. Hello, all my non-smokers and my smokers. This is Kiki. <laughs> and I am blazing one while I am talking to y'all right now. Oh, Lord, 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 Lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you Ricky Shiva's daughter, all right. You Ricky Shiva's daughter, all right. Well, there you have it, folks. Can't get no raw than that. All the way from the wonderful state of Texas. She's waiting on Texas to legalize smoking marijuana. My goodness. And that's Miss Kiki. All right, well, let's go find Byron. Byron, if you are on the line, go ahead and press 1. Ricky, you sure he's on the line? Because I don't see an episode number lit up. Ricky? Okay, there we go, there we go. All right, you must have told him to... You must have told just now. All right, here we go. All right. Oh, code. No, I'm talking about Byron. Hold on one second. Let me bring him on. Eric code 214-716. Go ahead with your... Uh, who am I speaking with? Oh, this is Byron. Well, hello, Mr. Byron. What's going on, sir? Well, how y'all doing out there in TV land? <laughs> it's radio, Wait, I can't man. see nobody across the TV. Come on, my damn TV. What's I up, took a hit of what Kiki's smoking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the radio, looking for TV. <laughs> so she was on your roll call. I got you. All right, so you've been smoking with Kiki. Go ahead and tell it. Well, here the thing goes, like this. By the time Texas do legalize marijuana, it's going to be like back in the old days. Texas is going to be last because... They were two years late getting the slavery call. You know, when they abolished it, we were like two years late. So if they, if they probably already have legalized it, we just don't know yet. I <laughs> know. Well, Texas is a son of a gun. Well, see, that's what I'm talking about. That's why I'm talking on the other side. See, they don't want people like Byron. You do, you be running, cracking jokes up and down the highway. See? You see what I mean? <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, man, say hello to everybody listening to you, Byron. Just uh, let them know a little bit about you. Just say hello to everybody, please. Okay. Okay, uh, this, is, this is all the way from down here from uh, Wisconsin, Texas. Uh, we like to say all of y'all out there in the uh, radio land, uh, phone land, uh, in, in the mainland, that we just love hearing y'all and love to, uh, y'all, all your comments. Oh, we got another special guest. This is one of the most excited persons in Fort Worth, Texas today. She go by the lovely name of Brenda Shiver. She is the mama of the Shiver clan. Oh, really? Hello. Hello. Hi, how are you doing? Now, hold on, who is this? This, this is Brenda. 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 Hey, I haven't talked to you in many years. This is one of the voices I have heard. <laughs> <laughs> in many, many years. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Wonderful. Now, see, I should have called you before I had this show and said hello. So now, now I feel like trying to catch up with you, but I can't do it on the show. So, listen, Miss Brenda, say hello to everybody. Listen to you all over the place, really. Uh, let me just say this to y'all. Before y'all get started, I got all kind of area codes. So, they really is all over the country listening to y'all right now. 
So just say hello to everybody. Hello, world. How y'all doing? This is Miss B. Okay, now hold on, Miss B. Now, somebody's on phone. Now, y'all can't be in the same room. Now, y'all got to get about, I don't know, 15 feet from each other. It's a big old echo with you, Brenda. Oh, I'm so sorry. We want to hear everything you're saying tonight. So let's try it again. Y'all doing what? Yeah, I'm not doing Say something else. Repeat that. Okay, now you sound good. You sound good. Now, do whatever you did. Stay right there. But so what's your name, Brenda? Yes. Not nothing, but just trying to live. For Jesus, we all are, Brenda. And just one. so y'all know, everybody, Brenda is uh, Ricky's wife. Am I get that right? Yes, Yeah, that's sir. my mama. I can't be on this phone line with y'all no more. <laughs> oh, yes, you can. Mama finna go. <laughs> you better go. <laughs> no, keep on the phone line. You know, I want, I want to see how, how, how much you're going to misbehave around your mama, Miss Kiki. So you might not want oh, that one. You better not. Yeah, I, I will not. Me. I will not. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me Jump ask you this. Mama, you know what? Mama's going to have to go anyway to see about Granny, okay? Okay, well, back that? to the radio. Say it, Mama. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, again, friends and family, this is the shivers. This is the shivers. We got Kiki on the line. We got Ricky. That's right. And y'all just heard from Brenda that was Ricky's wife. So his daughter, her daughter, their daughter is on the line, Kiki, and a friend of all of ours, Byron Armstrong in the house. So and we may have other people calling, and so this line going to be really buzzing. We're probably going to over-talk each other, family and friends, so y'all know that because that's how it is when you do audio and you're not doing video where you can see each other. So I can't tell what Kiki has done, so we're going to try to not over-talk each other, but it may happen. So y'all just know that, okay? Ricky might be talking. I may can't hear when he stops, so we're going to try our best not to over-talk each other. But anyway, Kiki, welcome. Brenda, if you're still in the line, welcome. I don't know how when you got to go. Whenever you got to go, it's cool. Byron, thank y'all for, first of all, taking the opportunity to come check your cousin or brother out, whatever I am to y'all. I mean, friend, that's what I'm brother. to say. But, brother, it's cool. So, listen, uh, I want to go ahead and, and, and bring up some. We get the ball rolling with Mr. Ricky Shivers. Is he the, the head of the house here? Mr. Ricky, what was your question you said earlier? Oh, I, I, don't, don't, I just want to uh, hold, no, hold, hold, hold on, hold on, man. You're echoing so bad every time you say something. It sounds like it's echo about four times. So let's try it again. You can't be right by. Y'all can't be in the same room on the phone. You got to do like y'all did last time. Whatever y'all did last time. Okay, how's so that? Let's see if you echo. Hello. Go ahead. Now I want to talk about the Ten Commandments. What's your question about Ten Commandments out of curiosity? Well, you know what? I need to be refreshed about it because, you know, I, uh, I'm kind of a little stale. So I need you to, you know, help a pimp. You know what I'm saying? Now, is there a certain commandment uh, y'all, you having issues with? Or is it just, just you don't know what the Ten Commandments are? What what what, what do you mean? I want you to to, to, to say them all because, you know, I think I don't forgot about three, four of them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> then we'll, we'll talk about more than uh, I I think that uh, you know that's me. Okay, 
Okay. Now I need to ask you some questions before we talk about Uh-oh. that, if you don't mind, please. And Kiki, jump right in. Byron, jump right in. Whatever y'all got to say, y'all welcome. Just jump right in. Interrupt, interrupt me anytime. All right. Most of the time when people ask about questions with the Ten Commandments, and I don't have all the answers, let me say that right now. I ain't no guru. I ain't no know-it-all person. I'm just going to answer best I can. Byron may have a part of that. Kiki may even have some answers to say. I'm just going to say that right now. Uh, yes, I fear God. I study His Word, and I think what I'm saying is be true to the best of my knowledge, and it may be pretty much what God is saying. We don't know. That's the whole thing in life. we got to line up our lives and our philosophies to what he is saying. It's all about what he is saying, what he is doing, and not myself. I'm a servant. I'll try my best to answer your question the best as I can, all right? Now, I have to ask you this question, Ricky, because most people, when they ask that question, it's because they think that we are supposed to be following the Ten Commandments in that city or something like that. Is that what you? Is that why you brought it up? Because you think we're supposed to be following? Well, you know, I, I honestly believe that we should, but then I can honestly say that I don't. You know what I'm saying? Because I am nowhere near perfect, and I slide all the time. You know, I probably doing one real good. You know, yeah, see, you got jokes. <laughs> Trying to get to heaven, 
And uh, for those who believe, because you still got non-believers, even though you got a lot of people believing, you still got non-believers. And some people keep on saying, like, hey, anybody could have wrote a book. And so it just depends on how you believe. Am I correct? Okay. I hear you. All right. And Mr. William? I mean, Mr. William. Mr. Ricky? Yes, sir. What what did that do for you? I mean, what what what? Did you, why did you want to hear the Ten Commandments again? That was pretty. pretty because you know, I don't know what it was. What it was was I, you know, I was I was I was looking at the game last night, right? Then I kind of rose up, rose off, and everything, and I, I just woke up thinking about the Ten, Ten Commandments, and I said, you know what? I know about the Ten Commandments, but am I about them? You know what I'm saying? And then I, you know, you can quote them all day, right? I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, okay. I'm doing F on a lot of them every day. Well, I, I'm kind of glad we're talking about this, you know, because some people, they they love the Father. They want to love the Father anyway, and uh, they really do. A lot of people just, the reason why they don't obey the Father is because it just seems so hard. And they, then they get confused with all the different preachers saying different stuff, and they kind of give up. But if they knew for sure beyond a shadow of doubt that the Most High is real, number one, he's, there is a God. If they knew that beyond a shadow of doubt, and they understood what he really, really was saying without a shadow of doubt, y'all know what? You'd be surprised. Most people would actually do it. But I think what it is, people are frustrated with not knowing the truth. Some churches say this. you got all these divisions. Women this. Women can't wear pants. Women can't do this. Women. Churches Churches have presented so much confusion. And then a lot of preachers don't always live what they teach. And we forget we ain't supposed to be looking at these folks in no way. So because we ain't taught that, we look at them. And then when they fall, we get mad at the church. Some of us don't go to church because of some people, which is the craziest reason. I'm not going to say crazy, but it's not the proper reason you should not be pursuing a relationship with the Father. So I learned a long time ago, you can't, you can't look at no preacher. He just, he's trying. You know, uh, before I got saved, Ricky know this better than anybody in this line, probably Bardo too, I like beautiful women. Well, when I oh. became a believer, when I became a believer, Kiki, I just stopped liking beautiful women. The same women that look good before I got saved, got look, look good after I got saved. Whatever you struggle with before, in some cases, there are some cases where people, when they give their life to the Father, they just give it all up right there on the spot. And they are converted, really change, change in every way. But there's levels of conversion. Some people accept Christ, start trying to live right, but there's certain things that they struggle with for the rest of their whole saved life. It don't mean they're not real. So, Ricky, I don't know why you brought that about the Ten, ten Commandments, but I'm going to tell you something. You open up a barrel of worms because a lot of people feel just... Like you feel, you know, feeling like they're not struggle, them and all this. Struggle, but... Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you you it's fight like... in between right and wrong, you know, every day, and then you say, "Oh, we, am I gonna do right today, or I'm just gonna be wrong all day long?" You know what I'm saying? Man, it's, it's, it's just a constant struggle. You know what I'm saying? But then at, at, at right. some point in, in the old pimp's life, he gotta he gotta figure out and say, hey, you better start you better start doing right, man, so you can go up there and, and meet the meet the father. All right, they got some hell for you. Believe that. Well, and see, that's another misnomer. That's another misunderstanding. I want y'all to really hear me tonight again. I don't have all the I don't have all the answers, Byron, Ricky, T. 
Kiki, I don't have any, I don't have all the answers. And again, those phone members, those family members on the phone, on the phone line, we got some friends of five smooth stars that been listening for years on the phone line. Listen, brother, something coming off us no, know it all tonight. Y'all just gotta understand that. But if something come up, I'm gonna tell you what I think. But just like I think some. Y'all are more than welcome tonight to share what you think. It's what it's about. It ain't about me preaching to nobody. It's about you just sharing whatever you think. Maybe y'all may have something. I don't know. I don't, you know, maybe to it you do. Just a matter of what, what topic it's going to be on. Because y'all talk about some about smoking weed. I definitely don't know nothing about that, so I'll be a student. For real, for real. So, tonight is not just about Seth and him preaching or teaching everybody. Just, just please, I'm just only addressing this Ten Commandment thing. But I want to hear from Kiki tonight. You hear me, Miss Kiki? Yes, sir. I hear you. All right. Well, I want to hear from you tonight, for sure, for sure. So, and Byron, you as well, because I know you got something you like to kind of lay back, but I want to hear from y'all tonight. It's not about Seth, for real. So, listen, I want to just say this, and this is going to sound kind of bold. That's why I made that statement. You're going to understand why I said all that when I make this statement. Ricky, shivers. Yes, sir. Did you know that Christ has come and our works is not what save us. Our works is not what get us. Okay. It's grace that get us into heaven. It's grace that save us after we leave here. The Bible says it like this, and I'm going to give y'all scriptures, and y'all go check this out. Every time I say something, write it down. Don't never believe nobody. No, I don't care who they are. I don't care how many times they, how much they shouting, and always write stuff down and go research it for yourself. The Bible says this, your righteousness is as filthy rags. Nobody in the Old Testament pleased the Father. Isaiah 64 and 6. It says, Our righteousness are as filthy rags. The way the law works, there were no Ten Commandments, Ricky. There was only Ten Commandments in the beginning. But after that, God gave them 613 commandments. So all together, mm. like in the Old Testament, there's like 600 commandments. How you do clothes, how you do a woman on the menstrual cycle, how you do, uh, I don't know, I'm just making up some stuff come to my head, how you do your neighbor, how you do money, how you do uh, just, you name it, Israel had enough laws, Byron, to run a whole nation. They need to run a nation that was Israelites. Huh? How you do a beatdown, is that in there? I mean, I'm just asking, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. I mean, it it, it was it was six hundred thirteen laws that showed them how to run an entire nation. You know, like America's a nation. Okay, Israel was a nation, and God gave them six hundred and thirteen laws, and they was just as powerful as each one of those Ten Commandments. So it's not just Ten Commandments. If you want to go to the Old Testament, there's over six hundred laws. Now watch this. If you break one law, Ricky, you are guilty of breaking all the laws, all six hundred thirteen. So, I'm glad you said that. This was this was what was said to me the other night, and everything. They, I heard this. They, it wasn't said to me. They say, if you repent to the Lord, He will. What's the word she said? What she said? She said, He will forgive you of all your of all your sins. I actually don't believe that. 
Well, I make a lot. I do a lot of sinning, man. So how you gonna? I know you gonna say, Rick, look here, man. I ain't gonna be able to do that. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna be able to do that this time. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. Well, listen. that's not the type of God that we serving, Daddy. See, that's where you confuse that. You you're confused no. on what type of God you're serving. You're not uh, when you when you, when you have when you have clarity on what type of God you're serving, you'll never doubt the fact that He will forgive you. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying, you, baby girl. But here's my point, Sit and, and Kiki, is that I don't like to I don't like to say uh, forgive me for this, Lord, forgive me for this, Lord, when I know I'm gonna do that same thing tomorrow. So I don't want to put myself out there like that. Well, That's you know what, Ricky. I, one thing I like about what you're saying is your heart ain't no different than a whole lot of other folk heart. You know, you don't want, listen to what you're saying. This come out of your mouth. You don't want to offend the creator. Guess who else felt like that? Everybody in the Old Testament. Where is that? You ain't no different. Say that again. I say, is that wrong or tell me right? No, that's a good thing you don't want to offend the creator. But what you don't understand and what Kiki was kind of talking about is you don't know what kind of God you serve. He already know everything about your flesh. He created every everything your flesh craves. It don't matter if it's drugs. It don't matter if it's women. It don't matter if it's fame. It don't matter if it's fortune. It don't matter if it's deception or whatever, whatever flavor of sin it is. He already know. So if he say, I forgive you, he already know you ain't got to, you don't have to build it up. You don't need to have to say, oh, this is so big. Thanks, but no thanks. You're forgiven. It's over with. It don't matter what it is. I guarantee you, you ain't never had no man killed so you can sleep with their wife. Well, David that wrote the Psalms saw woman bathing. And he could see her from where he said he was a king. He could look out and see she was kind of naked. He kind of saw her. And he requested, who is that? And they said, that's Bathsheba. And he said, I want her. And he had her husband killed so he can have sex with her. That's the man that wrote Psalms. And I guarantee you ain't pulled nothing like that. Guarantee you. So what am I trying to say is we get on this thing and holiness people, no offense, but I'm holding so I can say this. We can understand we like to measure sin. We like to measure sin. We like to measure sin. But listen, the Bible says all have sinned and come short of his glory. All of us. We're born in sin and shaped in iniquity. That's what the scripture says. But Christ has come to take away all sin, past, past present, and future. Y'all check this out. This is deep. This is what all these thousands of songs is about. This is what all these shouting is about. This is what all these temples every 15 yards seem like in some places is about. All these thousands and thousands of churches, millions of songs sung, all these people dressing up, going to church on Sunday or going to church on whenever they go. All this praise and worship, all this is about one story. The story is this. Mankind could not save themselves. The Father sent the Messiah, Yeshua, or some known as Jesus, he died. Used to be Israel, real quick, real quick, Israel, bow you with me now, right? I want you sleeping on me. <laughs> but, uh. I'm right here with you, Doctor. I'm right here with you. 
I'm going to do this here. I'm going to tell you all this in, in less than, I'm going to try my best to set a record. There was a nation called Israel, 12 tribes, and they offered up lambs and bulls and goats every time they were sinned. And when the, when the bull was killed or the blood or the, the goat was killed, once that blood was spilled, God took out the sins of this nation of people called Israel out on that one little goat. So when that goat was killed, that he took out the sins of millions on one goat. So when that goat was killed, sins was taken away. Then they would do it so every so often they would have to kill another goat, another goat, or another bull, or another lamb, or another one, or another one, and another one, and another one. So when Christ came on the scene, I'm sure number one, the bulls and the goats was happy about that because there was no more killing of them for the sins of mankind. He died once and for all for the sins of everyone. So our sins have been taken care of past, present, and future. As mm-hmm. far as, as far as, and I people say the future, I know Ricky is saying the future. How can you say be forgiven up for the future? We still ask for forgiveness, but the Bible says, he is faithful and just to forgive us. We're already forgiven. We just ask. Ask is more like for us because we're already forgiven. Already forgiven. I don't want to turn this into too much of a Bible study because it's supposed to be open forum. But I'm, I'm letting y'all notice our sins is taken care of past, present, and future. And we have once those of us that accept Christ. Those of us that ask Christ into our life, into our heart, that believe, first of all, what the Bible says about his life, his his coming, what he preached, him living and dying, and rose and raising from the dead. If you can believe that, if you can believe that, you have to believe that. You have to believe that. And once you believe that, he make you righteous. It's a free gift, Ricky. Righteousness is a gift. So when you hear somebody say, I'm sanctified. And they live in, you know, you see some questionable things they're doing. Only God knows. As Tupac yeah. said, only God can judge me. As Tupac said, only God can judge me. Only God knows who really is his. But those of, that have actually accepted Christ in their life and asked the Father to their life, and that really believe, the Bible says they are made righteous. I know that sounds too good to be true. They're made righteous right then. So we are required to live holy because we are holy. We don't live holy to be holy. We live clean because we are clean. I can show you scriptures, and I won't do it tonight, where Paul is talking to some people that just got to come in fornication. He said, what are y'all doing? I heard that y'all sleeping with your mothers, with your fathers. Oh, how did go? You're sleeping with your... Uh, they was committing sexual sins, okay, let's just say that. And he said, What are you doing? You're holy. You're righteous. I want y'all to hear this kick in, Byron. Paul said, What are y'all doing? I hear that you're sleeping with there's all types of sexual sins going on. What are you doing? You are holy. You are righteous. See today, in today's world, this is how they would say it. You sleeping in you sleeping around? You sinning sexually? You ain't saved. Because if you were saved, you wouldn't do that. That's how they teach it. See, they preach it like your works make you saved or not. That's not how it goes. Either you saved or you're not. Either you believe that Christ came, lived, died, rose, left, and is coming again. If you believe that, you are made righteous. It's a gift. 
It's a gift. Now, because he makes you righteous, he requires us to live right. He requires us not to lie. He requires us not to steal. He requires us to follow the Holy Spirit 24 hours a day. There's more than 613 laws. There's laws all day long. If the Spirit say, don't go here, don't go there. If the Spirit say, don't go to work today, you don't go to work today. You might say, what? Yep. What if you lived in, what, what, if, what if you worked in a World Trade Center? Hundreds of people said some told me not to go to work. That was a law. That was like the Ten Commandments. Okay, what if you disobeyed that law? You died in the World Trade Center. I don't think the father would send his child to work at the World Trade Center knowing it's going to blow up. I just don't believe that. No, I would you? Kiki, would you send your daughter to the World Trade Center knowing it's going to be blown up by some stupid terrorists? Or your government yes, or whoever yes. did it? Yes, I would. Huh? Yes, I would. I who am I to question Lord's work and what He has planned and what He has no, set forth no, no, no. for my question. Make sure you understand what I'm saying. Would you, knowing that the tracing is going to go down, I'm saying you, not talking about God. I'm talking about you. Would you send your child to work knowing that tracing is going to go down? Yes. Whatever God has planned, says what no, I'm saying. saying to God, you, hold on, hold on. You don't understand my question. By the way, you started the answer. I will. I'm not talking about God. I'm not talking about God in this question. I'm really not talking about God. I'm not talking about God. I'm saying you got a child. I think if you send your child to daycare and you know that building going to burn down at the daycare, would you send your child? I'm not talking about what God do. We can talk about that after you answer me, but I want to know what you would do. Then we tell what God does. Yep. I still send okay. him. If I knew, if I, knew I had to go, and if I knew it was my, me, I would go. I would still go. <laughs> She's smoking. She's smoking. <laughs> <laughs> But I feel that that kind of effect on you, boy. What is meant to be is meant to be. Regardless if I have knowledge of it or not, I would still do what it's meant to be. All right, Kiki, I see what you're saying. You're saying something is meant to be is meant to be. But what I'm saying is this. What if I told you this? What if I told you this? Now, again, I'm not... Y'all, please, please... And again, the phone lines is... is, uh, Lit up with callers. Anybody, I see all kind of Eric. I see California in the house. I see relatives in the house. Y'all, anybody have any questions you want to ask Kiki or Byron or Ricky, press one and I'll bring you on, okay? Kiki, what I'm saying is this. What I'm saying is this. The World Trade Center, I don't know. I don't, I'm not God. But people have been on all types of shows saying something told me. One lady said, I've never missed work. She said, but normally I do my work at home, and then when I get it caught up, I go to work. But I, I, she says, I always get it caught up, so that's why I always go to work, so I never miss work. She said, but this day, I couldn't get my work finished, and I couldn't figure it out, but I wasn't going to go to work. I guess they put a lot of work on her, and she wants to make sure she always caught up. This day, she couldn't catch up. Now, just as sure as I'm saying that, somebody might have a relative that died, and the fire might say, hey, what are you talking about? My, my aunt died in the fire. She was a woman of God. I don't know. But what I'm saying is this. If I was a father and I knew my daughter was going to the world trade and it was going to go down, I would say, don't go. Don't go to work today. Something's going to happen. And I believe that the Spirit of God warned every one of his people, and they didn't hear. Because a lot of us, it don't mean they're not a good Christian. It don't mean I'm some super Christian. I ain't saying that. Maybe if I would have been working there, I probably would have died like everybody else. Because I can't always hear God, Kiki, Byron. But I'm just saying, a father 
God is real. He's the same figment of our imagination. He's real. And he loves us. He really loves us. Well, he sent Christ to take care of the sin question. See, now, may I interrupt for a moment? You sure can. This is about, may I interrupt one thing? Do it. Okay, here's, here's the thing what I believe, according to what, you know, we're talking about. God, you know, he he released everything, right? We got the free will thing going on. So pretty much I'm believing that he's sitting back watching what goes on. Now, now like Kiki said, you know, what what's going to be going to be. However, if you work hard enough to get somewhere, you going you pretty much might get there. So your free will is is just what's happening. It's not what will be, what be. It's pretty much what a lot of people make it. Even people who was planning to do wrong, like you say, did all that training, trained them boys to fly, and flew right into them World Trade Centers. You know, that's not God's doing. He's not. He's not saying, okay, uh, I'm gonna bless them because they always talk about uh, la 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 Allah and go, you know, blow up something, kill something like that. No, it's not. <laughs> serious, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you, you know, you know what they do, you know. Oh, boom! But, <laughs> but at the same time, what I'm saying is, it's free will. We are, we have free will. That's why, like Ricky's saying, he said, "I don't want to do wrong, but I keep doing it." Because Ricky has free will, even though he know Lord his God is say, "Ricky, you shouldn't do that." See, Lord is telling you what you shouldn't do. Shouldn't do. Thou shalt not. He didn't say thou won't. You understand what I'm saying? Thou shalt not. Okay. It's different from thou won't. Because you want to do what a lot of things you got the craving to do. Like you said, this flesh is just flesh. We are meat, uh, carnivorous, eating, uh, uh, paranoid, psycho freaks, and, and some of everything going on. You know, we got good people. We got bad people. We got people that don't even leave the house. You got schizophrenia. You got all these kind of... Sickness and people talking, oh, God don't make no mistakes. No, he don't make no mistakes, but it's a lot of stuff just going on. That's called what? Free will, because things will happen are happening. But if you you got to do something to make something different happen, it's just like right now, like my girl said, you know, love her to death. She's over there smoking her blunt, you know, and you believe that she's not really understanding what you're talking about. But at the Uncle same B, time, she me, know what me, she's talking me. about. She let knows me, what she's talking about. She knows what's on her mind. She knows what she's feeling. She knows how everything evolves around what she's thinking. That's what I'm saying. That's free will. Her free will has has taken her to a place where she can just explore what she's thinking. My daddy okay. has all the free will in his mind that he wants, but that's not going to grow his leg back. So that free exactly. will only goes so far. Free will can only go so far, but faith can take you everywhere. But faith is like you just said. Faith is 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 have to have the work, or it's dead. That's you true. gotta faith, put the work in the faith. faith you just can't say, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord. He may not have his leg again, but it's, faith is God giving him a leg to use instead of him instead of free will and wanting to think that he 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 will grow a leg, but he will never grow a leg back. You will never have the free will to make those things happen. But let, me substitute. let me ask y'all this. Let me ask y'all this based upon what I said earlier. What did y'all think of? Uh, had y'all ever heard of what I said about Christ coming and and, and seeing being taken care of? Uh, J- John the Baptist saw, and I really want y'all to 
plug in here. Let me know what y'all think, Kiki. Stay stay wired up just like you are. You and Byron, I love it. Keep it coming just like that. Now, listen, John the Baptist saw Christ coming. This is what he said to him. This true story. This is what John the Baptist told. He saw Christ coming, and he said, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world. One more time. Behold the Lamb of God, who taketh away the sins of the world. That's John. <laughs> Boy, every time I say this, it just does something. This is John in the book of John. When John saw Christ coming, he said, Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world. Okay, Christ left. He's gone. Did he take away? You think that's, that, that, if that's not a mind twist, then listen to this. The Bible says... That was John 1 and 29. That was John 1 and 29. The Bible says that Christ, that the Father was inside of the Son, not imputing sin unto man. Go figure that out one more time. The Bible says that the Father was in the Son, not imputing Sin under men. That means if the, when Christ was walking around, the Father was not counting people's sin. Think about that for a second. The Father was inside of Christ. Let me show you an example. When the woman was caught in adultery, she was literally having sex. They brought her to Christ. They did not bring the man, they brought the woman. This is crazy. They bought the man. I mean, they bought the woman and bring the man. And Christ would not say, he would not impute that unto her. He would not say, okay, you were, you were caught in saying, okay, uh-uh, you got to be judged or whatever. He never, he wrote in the dirt. They say, this one was caught in adultery. He kept writing the dirt. They say, this one was smoking a joint. He kept writing the dirt. They say this woman just got through lying. He kept writing in the dirt. They say this woman just killed three people. He kept writing in the dirt. You could put anybody in there. Sex was a sin. Why didn't he charge that woman? The Bible says that the father was in the son, not imputing sin unto man. Now, that right there will let you know that's some weird stuff. It's not really weird, but I'm saying, think about that. The Father was in the Son, not imputing sin unto man. And then when Christ died, there was blood, just like those lambs and those bulls I was talking about. And now we can talk to the Father. We don't need no priests. We can talk to the Father. But back in the Old Testament, Byron, we could not talk to God because we had sin on us. We had to get that blood, that lamb slain. And then he couldn't even talk to us then. He would talk to priests. He would talk to Moses, and Moses talked to people. He would talk to Moses, and Moses talked to people. But the people couldn't talk to him because it was full of sin. It was full of sin. Now, since Christ has died, all of us can go and pray while we're driving on the road. We can pray literally to the Most High, and that was because of Christ. So Ricky asked a very important question. Well, he didn't ask Chris. He made a comment about he keeps sinning, he keeps sinning, he keeps sinning. But what Ricky may not understand, and I, I didn't understand for a long time, I thought it was based upon your works. Nobody works. I don't care how holy they are, speaking in tongues, shouting, running around the church. I don't care how they live. Guess what? 
all of our sin is as filthy rags. Because if you sin in one area, if you sin in one area, if you sin, Byron, in one area, you're guilty of the whole thing. That is that right there will stop everybody, everybody from thinking they are good enough to go before this Most High. You have to go through Christ's blood. I appreciate you uh, doing that, there, Mister Senator. Because you know what, you and my daughter and my brother, y'all helping me a lot and everything. But here's what I want you to do right now, because we got time, Sid. Go ahead and you echoing. Hold on, you echoing or you got me on the speaker. Maybe you got me on the speaker. You got to turn that speaker down. Do whatever you was doing before, okay? But go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I was just saying, you know, everything, I appreciate, you know, you straightened me up, my daughter and my brother, Byron. Well, I'm just saying, you know, you were just saying a while ago that a lot of people got something to say, man, and we saying some real stuff. I really want to hear what they got to say about it. Let them in, you know, Seth. Yeah. What do you have to say what I just said? I mean, listen, just like y'all couldn't, just like Kiki, you jump in, y'all do that with me. If I'm reading something, if I'm saying something, say, I don't believe that. Oh, I believe that. Or just, you know, we it's okay. We just wondering. That's how we do it. Just like Kiki was doing, Byron, Kiki, do me like that. Please, I'm telling y'all, this stuff right here, with, with what Ricky was saying earlier, it set me free, man. It set me free because, Ricky, I was trying to live right, and I kept sinning, and I kept sinning, and I kept sinning, I kept sinning. Well, I must not be right because I would be going to church and they were saying stuff like this. If you say you ain't going to do any old thing, well, that's right. not true. You can be a believer or say the Christian, whatever you call it. If you don't reach your Bible, still on your knees praying and occasionally fast here and there, you would be out there doing everything in that world. I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about. Okay, so you know what? Okay, I'm glad you said that. This, this is what mess up messed me up, man. Is that you know you go to church and everything, you know. To me, I, and I'm not judging nobody because I don't want nobody to try to judge me, which I don't care if they do. You know, judge me. You know, you ain't okay. God. You don't know where I'm going. But you know, they first want to say you're going to hell. Thank you. I'll I meet you there. But here's the situation: you go to church. And you trying to tell me about something, but you ain't even about it yourself. So you hypocrite now, am I right? That's not a judgment. That's just that's just a, a, a just observation. You know what I'm saying? So don't try to tell me nothing. Let don't throw no stones at me, cause I'm gonna throw a brick at you. You feel that's me? That's true. That's true. That's true. And let me say this about that, Ricky. And I want all y'all listening. And again. Byron, let me have it. Kiki, let me have it. And again, those of you on the phone line, just because just we got some new people in, let me just say this real quick because we got some new people in. Again, family and friends of Five Smooth Stones, we just chilling tonight. Open forum, really. We ain't on no certain topic. Y'all can call in and press one and ask me who won last night, you know, the basketball game. I mean, it don't matter. Whatever. We're just talking. We're just chilling. Uh, we can talk about Kiki mentioned earlier, smoking weed. We can do that. It don't matter. Tonight is open forum, and I'm chilling out with the Shivers and a good friend of ours, Byron Armstrong. So just so y'all know, that's what's happening tonight on Five Smooth Stone Network. And this is Seth. Again, I got Byron on the line, Ricky, as well as his daughter, Kiki. Now, I just want to say this. Ricky, everybody's a hypocrite. I'm a hypocrite. My mother was a hypocrite, okay? My brothers and sisters are hypocrites. I don't know if I ever met someone that wasn't a hypocrite. Let me explain what I mean by that. We always quote the Bible. We always. 
but I don't know nobody living, not completely. There are people that have victory in their lives and they live it better than others. I'm going to say it again. There are believers, there are Christians, there are people that live certain scriptures better than others. There's some people that they'll never lie. They'll never cheat. They'll never steal. But they jealous all the time. They wreck up the church with, with there's some old ladies with some white stockings <laughs> who keep mess going on. They don't like nobody. <laughs> Who's that laughing? I know, That's me, I know them old ladies with the white stockings. <laughs> yeah, they keep me. It took me a long time to understand that because I kept thinking, well, you got your issues and so you must not be real. And I almost left the church because I'm like Ricky was saying earlier. I don't want to do this because I don't want to. I don't want to be no hypocrite. I don't want to mess with the guess what, Ricky? You might as well follow the wisdom of your mama, Odebell, just like I follow the wisdom of my mother, Irene, and we might as well. Get in line and start our best trying to obey this creator because you ain't no better or no worse off, Ricky, than anybody else in church. I'm telling you. And it really, we need the church. We need the church full of people that say, I don't want to hurt the heart of God. I don't want to hurt. I don't want to be no hypocrite. We need that. But I'm going to tell you something. If you preach that Bible, there's a good chance. I'm not saying you won't, but there's a good chance you're not going to be able to. Live out everything you tell your daughter, Kiki. Because if you quote the highest standard on earth, the Bible, that's that's the standard, baby. That's it. You don't get no talk in the scriptures. If you're quoting that, how are you gonna live it completely? The Bible says that no man has been able to, you know. It says it says your righteousness is filthy rags. I'm not saying don't try. I'm not saying please nobody think I'm saying don't try. Or we ain't gonna. We are required by the Most High to not sin. We're supposed to pursue being like the Father. We're supposed to pursue His heart. It ain't about no pastors. It ain't about no members. It ain't about who done you wrong. Like Mother Teresa said, I'm gonna say this really quick. This is what this is gonna kill it. I bet y'all never thought y'all hear from Mother Teresa. Check this out. Mother Teresa say, if somebody, hold on, I'm, I'm gonna read the thing to you. But she, it was something like this. If somebody, if if you fear somebody's gonna tear down your house, build it anyway. Hold on, let me get this point. It's just a trip. But what she is saying basically is, it is it, it, this world is not about uh nobody but you and God. Ricky, you got a lot of pain, man. Do you know you? It is not about. It's not about you and Odebell. It's not about what no. Seth did to you. It's not about. Nobody, it's not about what Byron said to you or what Kiki didn't do. You know who it's about? It's your whole, your whole life. Go ahead. Daddy, it's about Daddy. Why we got Frank up old? It's not, you need to focus more on what they're teaching you instead of who is teaching you. There you go. You're so worried about who it is who's teaching you these words and these lessons and these scriptures and reading these scriptures to you. You need to be more worried about the intake and stop worrying True. about what it looks like. True. What are you doing? Shaw, thank you. Shaw, thank you. She is, your baby is sharp. She sure is. And she's right, more importantly. And she's scriptural. She just didn't quote no chapter verse, but what she just said is really the word. But listen to what Mother Teresa said. We all going to be blessed by this. This is what Mother Teresa said. I think it's profound. She says, people are often unreasonable, irrational, and self-centered. Forgive them anyway. If you are kind, people may 
accuse you of selfish, exterior motive. Be kind anyway. If you're successful, you will win some unfaithful friends and some genuine enemies. Succeed anyway. If you are honest and sincere, people may deceive you. Be honest and sincere anyway. What you spend years creating, others could destroy it overnight. Create it anyway. If you find serenity and happiness, Kiki, some may be jealous. Be happy anyway. The good you do today will often be forgotten, Byron. Do good anyway. Give the best you have, and it will never be enough. Give your best anyway. Now, this is the killer right here. Listen to this. In the final analysis, y'all, please listen to me on this last thing she said. In the final analysis, it is between you and God. It was never between you and them anyway. One more time. In the final analysis, it is between you and God, Ricky. It was never between you and them anyway. Sometimes I think this life is nothing about but two people, you and God. Well, you know, they do this, the white man doing that. And he is that white man, powerful white people, is full of the enemy, full of the enemy. Causing havoc on our people, shooting our boys, raping our women, mistreating us, teaching us crazy doctrines, shoving a white Jesus down our throat, doing a whole lot of stuff. But you know what? They say it's 90% is 10% what happened to you, 90% is how you respond to it. I think that's true. So, Ricky, yeah, the church is full of hypocrites. I'm telling you right now, I am a hypocrite. Your friend, Seth, is a hypocrite. I'm preaching scripture. I'm preaching scripture. Between. Between. Say that again. I I don't know why I'm not hearing you. Say it again, Ricky. I said that makes me and you twins. Absolutely. And that makes the whole planet twins. They make the whole planet twins. And and I got news for those that are smarter than the others. The Bible says too much is given. Too much is given. Much is required. So some of us that know more, the Father requires us to do more. Look at Moses. Moses hardly ever sinned. All the man did was smote a rock one time we know of. There's very few things outside of smoke that rock he did wrong. And the Bible says that the Father would not allow him to go to the promised land because he hit a rock out of frustration. Them Israelites were doing all kind of crazy sins. But Moses just hit a rock one time and he was angry with the father. You would not go to the promised land. Why? Because you Moses. You know better. So for those preachers and stuff that know better, they'll be joking. But Rick, I'm telling you, do me a favor. Do your friend a favor. Byron, I want you to hear this as well. Never, ever quote what a pastor doing in the church. Let me tell you something about pastors. Some of these people shop as attacked. They can get the word of God to you if they're reading the scriptures. Mm-hmm. And they can preach God's word. you got to remember this. What if they walk with the Father before? You ever thought about this? I'm talking about fake phony preachers. I'm talking about preachers after money. I'm talking about preachers that are sleeping with women. Listen to this. I guarantee you'll never blame preachers again after I tell you this. And the phone line is full of people. Again, y'all have any questions for the shivers? And we already got to look like somebody got their hand up. I'll come to you here in a little bit. I got it. We already got a question already. So let me just say this real quickly. 
There are preachers. I see Eric code eight one seven two zero four. We come to you in a second. There are preachers, Kiki, Byron. They ain't living nothing right now. They not. They really are tripping. They taking more money. They sleeping around. They just tripping. But watch this. They used to walk with the Father. Something happened. Maybe their mother died, and they hold bitterness against the Creator. But while he was living right, Byron, they learned a lot about the Scriptures. Now, you think that knowledge jumped out of their head because now they're tripping? Do you think all that knowledge and insight jumped out of their head because they mad at God now? No. They know circles around you, me, Kiki, and Byron put together. Now, if I found out they're tripping and they're not living right, I'm not going to say you should go to that church. But I'm saying, when people preach to you, just go to the scriptures and see if the things be so. But don't put your mouth on preachers. Don't put your mouth on preachers because you don't know they could be a David or a Saul that's in rebellion, but they real, but right now they're tripping, just like we be doing. We real today, we love God today, and tomorrow we tripping. We still his, though. So if they catch us on the day when we slipping, and they tell me we're a hypocrite, we're not hypocrite, we're tripping. We just, we got, we're weak right now. Even Christ experienced weakness. He told the Father, listen, if it's possible, let this cup pass by me. He didn't want to die for our sins. The Messiah. He said, if it's, he said it like this. Let me say it the proper way. I'm not going to say he didn't want to die for our sins. He said this to the Father. If it's possible, let this cup of me dying pass away, if it's possible. If I can get out of this. And then he said, nevertheless, not my will, but thine. He gave into the Father. So just know that. Be careful with talking about preachers and hypocrites. A lot of them are. A lot of them are. And you right on them. A lot of them really ain't worth the quarter. A lot of them is going to probably go to, I mean, I don't know. But I do not do know this. The Bible says this, touch not mine anointed, and do my prophets no harm. And you don't know who is acting out, who is going through some or not. So let's go ahead and go to the phone lines get this question. I just had to get that out. Be careful. Be careful. Harry Code. 817-204, go ahead with your question or comment. Who am I speaking with? Area code, 817-204. Who am I, who's this? Who am I speaking with? Okay, somebody's phone number is 817-204-47. I'm not going to name out your whole phone number, but go ahead. Your line is open. Did you mean to press 1 or not? Uh, press one. Okay, did you want to comment? Who is this? Uh, this is Eddie. I'm uh, Kiki and Ricky's in-law. I'm a father-in-law and uh, granddaddy. Okay. Uh, I had a poem. Huh? Okay, welcome to the show. What's your name? Eddie Gray. Eddie Gray? Yeah. Well, Mr. Gray, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Good to have you. Um, yeah. Go ahead. What's your question or comment? I just, I just called it. Called. I just got on in and caught on. The, um, Ricky wanted me wanted me to be on this on this this uh, radio, so I just told him I read. I got a poem I wanted to read. Okay. Now, before uh, you read the poem, did you have any comments on what was being said? Because this was a poem. You can read that poem. But did you have any comments of anything that was said? Oh, I was just, uh, like I said, I just caught, caught hat because I just got in, and, and uh, I, I think my poem will, uh, will speak for, 
for everything that you that y'all been talking about. Okay. All right. Go ahead with the poem. The poem is named "I've Been Tried." There okay. once was a time. There once was a time when I was a young man. I didn't know too much about the world. I went through life absorbing everything that I passed by, the good, the bad, because that was part of life. I picked up a few bad habits from all my friends. I adapted a few of my own. That part's natural because we're all born in sin. At that time, I was a little bit more pure in the ways that I had. And like a magnet, I attracted a lot of the ways that was bad. I picked up a little here and a little there. I picked up some that I don't care to share. And like a sponge, I soaked up the good and bad at the same time, and it all mixed in, becoming entwined. I went through life experiencing its difficulties, trying to make it fit, only to learn that it wasn't right for me. And as I got older and realized what I had to do, I turned to the one who I learned could carry me through. But in order to do that, I had to let go all of the old things in life that I knew I still wanted to hold. I needed to be purged, strained, and filtered of all my impurities. That way I know I'll be qualified to make it to that place that's prepared for me. I had to be placed in the wilderness like the children of Israel. I had to be beaten down like Paul and Silas before being tossed in jail. I had to be placed in the furnace like the Hebrew boys. I had to be tested like Job and experienced some painful boils. Then again, I had to be cleansed of all the tarnish that I accumulated over time, the rust and stains that soaked in during my physical daily grind. And to prepare my way spiritually, I had to be melted, molded, mended, and polished to a heavenly glow. And during my daily walk, I had to shine like Moses when he came off of Mount Sinai so everyone would know. I've been tried in the fire, been put to the test in the fire, flames all around me in the fire. And I wrote that in November 2nd, 2007. Amen. That sounds like Kiki. That that, that was really, really good. And I'm glad I can say that and not lie. That really was good. I mean, you write that a lot? <laughs> oh, yeah, <dude. laughs> no, that really was. I mean, it, that was that was pretty good. I love how you do the children of Israel. That was really good. And that's exactly where a lot of us at right there. Bam. Yeah. Bam. Like I like the part to describe everything that what Ricky was going through, and uh, it was it was really thoughtful, educated, and believable. Thank you. Well, I, uh, I've been tried in the fire, so I know I know what it is. Uh, and all you got to do is keep your mind focused. See, the good thing about that is that we've all been tried in the fire. That's what we have to come to to realize that nobody is great. God is great. We're all here. We're all sinners. We're all in the fire with you together. Okay. Wow. 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 That was powerful, brother. And you know what I learned? I want people to kind of meditate on what you said. So I'm going to play a little song that kind of go with that. 
y'all are like this. We'll take a little short break, everybody, after that. We'll take a little short break. And Eddie, I'm going to leave you online. You can stay on the line. I'm going to leave you open. And we'll come back here a little bit if you don't mind. Did you, did you have to run or can you hold on for a minute? Okay. Okay. Well, y'all, let's take a little break. And we'll come back with Eddie Gray, Byron, Ricky, Kiki in the house. I'm telling y'all, we got a full house tonight. Everybody okay with the break? Everybody okay with the break? Yeah. You ready with Mr. Gray? All right. This song is going to line up exactly with what Kiki, uh, what Mr. Eddie Gray was saying. And y'all will know why I picked this song. I'm telling you, it is so much what he was just saying. So let's do this. Take a little short break. We'll be right back, family. Again, you listen to Five Smooth Stones Network. I'm Seth with the host of uh, Co-Host on the Line. We'll be right family and friends. Check this out. Thank you. 
we're back. <laughs> we are back. Yes, he made a way. You don't know how. Love it when he say, you cause walls to fall. That's the God we serve. He calls walls to fall. And hopefully tonight, let me go ahead and open the phone lines. Okay, Kiki, your line is open. Ricky, your line is now open. Byron, your line is open. open. And Mr. Eddie Gray, your line is open. Just listen to this song, y'all. I couldn't help but to think about this. <laughs> couldn't help but to think about this. That uh, I hope walls is falling tonight. Because Ricky is being very honest, and he, I'm going to play this song again in the background. That's just how powerful this song was. I'll play in the background. But, uh, folks, Ricky is right. It's not so much he's right. He's honest, and he's transparent tonight, and I appreciate your transparency, Ricky, because you're feeling like a lot of believers feel. Uh, <laughs> we don't want to hurt the Father. We don't want to disobey him, and we find ourselves sinning. Many people in the church, did y'all notice, Kiki and, and Mr. Gray, that a lot of believers, Christians, I'm talking about real folks that really love the Father, have been struggling with things for 10 years, 20 years, some of them 30 years. We're talking about the same sin, the same sin. Maybe it's smoking. They've been smoking for 20, 30 years. They've been, some people just habitual liars. I have a hard time believing that. But I'm not a liar. I don't know what it's like. But they struggle with lying. Some people struggle with sexual sins. And they've been doing it for 20 to 30 years. They still It still gets them every time. They just cannot. They haven't graduated. Now, i got a saying about pastors and preachers. This is just maybe a little hard, but this is me. If you're preaching, choosing, then I'm going to go to the phone. Then I'm gonna, I want to hear from y'all, Miss uh, Mr. Gray, what you think of this. I'll go come to you next. But what do y'all think of this? This is what I believe about a minister or a preacher. And, again, y'all lines are open, so keep it very quiet in the background. I hear a little noise, so just keep it quiet, please, y'all, and no, uh, no feedback. But check this out. If somebody's going to lead us, a pastor, somebody's going to be before the people, somebody's going to be a leader, I don't think that no one sin should have them to where every time that thing calls, they answer. Like a person that's addicted to crack. I don't think they can be a leader. A person that's addicted to women, I mean, they just can't say no. I don't think leaders can be addicted. I don't think they should be because guess what happens if they're addicted to crack? You're going to have a pastor running a church based upon his need for crack. You can offer him crack and he'll change the topic. He'll change the sermon. He'll change everything because he's addicted. So it's very, very serious when you become a leader that you not be addicted to any one thing, especially 20, 30 years. But there are some pastors and preachers. I'm not saying you got to be perfect, though. Listen to me closely. I'm saying you can't be addicted, like strung out, like every time that thing, whatever it is, whatever it is. Whatever it is, when it calls, when it acts up, you, you give in, you give in, you give in. Imagine if sexuality, uh, 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 women was his weakness. That means whores would be running the church. Every time a woman throw themselves at him, they can, they can control your pastor, where he's going to be at, whether or not he's reading his Bible. So this is why I don't think a leader can be addicted. Now, can they make mistakes? 
That means he's fighting, he's fighting, he's fighting, he's giving it once in a while, or he break, he mess up. Of course, because that's all of us. All of us, no matter how, we might live right for a whole year, and we, you know, we slip up. In, if not in this area, in another area. I know people like this that I look up to. The spiritual, it's pretty spiritual to me, and and they 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 have issues with pride. So I say, well, pride ain't that important. It's not that big. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Pride can make you feel real little if you're around them enough. People putting you down, putting you down, putting you down. That can cause you to backslide in the right to the right person. You keep talking out of some people that can mess up. So, Eddie, Mr. Gray, what do you have to say about that? Do you think it's a little too harsh for leaders? Uh, just love your thoughts on that. We have to stay on that. But just what do you think of that? I feel that a, that a preacher has to be, he, he has to be righteous, but now he's, He's, you know, that he's human, and by him being human, he's gonna make some mistakes. But now, if let's say he's preaching, let's say he, he he's, he's preaching on on drugs, and he's a crackhead, and then he just decides he just uh, changes his subject to something else. Well, he's mm-hmm. he's really not in a good good place to. The preachers like that because he's running away from instead of, he, he's looking at other people's faults and not his own. So what he if he's preaching on if he's preaching according to what the Bible says if, he, if, if everything he's preaching about he backs it up with scripture. If he does yeah. that, he, he's a good pastor. He's a good preacher. Amen. He's a good leader. I like that. Now, that was that was well put. Barry, comment on that. We ain't heard from you in a while. What do you think of that? If somebody's going to lead you as a leader, I mean, you know, can they be a person that's strung out on a particular one thing that's everything? I mean, talk to me, Byron. And Mr. Gray, hold on, okay, hold, on, well, hold, on before I, hold on, hold on, because you, uh, Ricky, and Kiki are, are, are the co-hosts. Mr. Gray, I don't, I want to respect his time. Mr. Gray, are you okay on the? Are you okay? Or you need to run, or you know, I don't want to force you to stay on the line thing. I'll, I'll stay on as long as I can. I just got off of work and, and I got a bunch of honeydews. <laughs> you got a bunch of what? Honeydews. You know, honeydew this and honeydew that. <laughs> yeah, honeydew. Oh, 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 okay. All right, well, go ahead, Byron. I want to know what you got to say about that. Again, we're talking about okay, leaders, uh, leading the people. Can your leader, okay, I got you. Is it, can your leader be a leader if he got a problem? No, well, it goes back to Ballard. Hold on, I want to be sure understand what I'm saying. I'm saying he's addicted. Now, sometimes people yeah, might smoke. No, everybody got problems. I'm saying he's addicted, like really addicted. Oh, addicted. I mean, that's Just gotta have it. Right. Addiction means you gotta have it. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. We're on the same page now. Okay. Can a person who lead me? be addicted to something and I guess it's pretty much something that's going to take him away from what he needs to do, correct? Absolutely. Okay, so if he need to be leading me, say, in a spiritual manner, and his addiction is, let's say, you know, say he just got to have the, the, the latest cars. So his addiction might be like giving, forcing people to pass that plate more than once. Come on. Right, right, because he got to get him right. a new ride. 
Yeah, right. so you know, this is uh two sixteen, I need a twenty seventeen. And next and, and year say, I need to start collecting that money so I get my eighteen. <laughs> no, that's an addiction, <laughs> man. I gotta have a new car. Oh. <laughs> no, I gotta have it. <laughs> so pass that plate again. Look here. Y'all only gave a little. That we love the part that you know we we love jingle, but we prefer with foals. <laughs> we can jingle at Christmas, but right now we need some of that folding money. You understand what I'm saying? That's an addiction. <laughs> now can I be led by that man who's trying to purchase the latest new ride? He probably wanna he probably wanna uh uh a uh, Chevrolet today. But he don't want a Bentley tomorrow. <laughs> and right, I afford that. <laughs> but by that, I think I'll just read the word myself. Can I say something, y'all? It's cheaper. <laughs> Go ahead, Kiki. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just like speak for myself. But I'm comfortable with my pastor being addicted to anything as long as he's also addicted to Jesus. If he's addicted to Jesus, I believe that God is going to take him through whatever he needs to take him through to get whatever addiction problem that he has under control to where he can preach to me and everybody else and get the understanding of where we're all trying to be. Well, let me comment on that, and I appreciate you saying that, and and that sounds really good. But think about what you're saying, Kiki and and Mr. Eddie Gray. Your line is still open, and uh, Ricky, you're open. Any of y'all jump in any time. Listen, Kiki, if you are addicted to Jesus, that means you're not going to be able to afford. You can't can't be addicted to Jesus, and you can love Jesus. I think you can love him, but and a lot of us love him, but... I think if you're addicted to him, I don't know. I I I, I think I I like what you're saying. You're basically saying if you love Christ and He is seeking Him, He can lead you. But I'm I, a person that you just described. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think Kiki they're gonna have. Uh, scripture says it like this. I like to I like to always quote the scripture. Okay, I like to always quote the scripture because I don't want to be sitting up here telling y'all wrong. I'm going to tell y'all where this is found, so as I type in here. Listen, if y'all have a pen, write this down, and you'll never forget the scripture. It says in Matthew 6 and 24, Matthew 6 and 24, also Luke 16 and 13, Luke 16 and 13. It says the same verse. It's the same verse. Listen what it says. No one can serve two masters. Right. No one can serve two masters. For he, listen to this, this is deep, this is deep, this is deep. Ricky, I want to know what you have to say about this, then I'm coming to you, Mr. Eddie. Listen to this. No one can serve two masters, for he will hate the one or love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. That's a hard scripture. Let's get another translation, because maybe y'all feel like the King James is too rough. This is what the New Living Translation said. No one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to the one 
and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Here's another translation. We'll do one more translation. The New American Standard says this. No one can serve two masters, for he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. So I'm going to say this. Byron was being funny, but he really was on to some point. He said, I'm going to read the Bible myself because it's cheaper. <laughs> but... <laughs> But uh, if he's cold, he's addicted to Jesus, Kiki, I'm telling you, he ain't going to be strung out on nothing. He may slip and fall. I don't mind ministers slipping and falling. But what happens is if your minister is, and we don't want to pick on ministers. As a matter of fact, I'm going to skip the topic after this because I don't want to be bashing at least people that's trying to lead because they could be doing other things with their life and they're trying. But there's a lot of wolves and sheep clothing, but we don't want to talk about them tonight. Tonight I want to talk about, again, Ricky brought it up. He started this thing with talking about our uh, uh, sinning, and I just wanted him to know very clearly that Ricky, all of us to some degree, is a hypocrite. We're required to preach that whole word. We're required to preach the whole word, the whole Bible. And if we preach the whole Bible, Ricky, we're going to be a hypocrite. If we say if we say all of the Ten Commandments, we've got to keep those Ten Commandments, okay, it said have no other gods before me. If you spend too much time in your car, worshiping your car, your identity is through your car. That's worship. You know? If you have a picture of Christ upon your wall, that's do not have any graven image. If you have a cross around your neck that represents Christ that's on the cross, especially if it's a cross with somebody on that cross, that's a graven image. The cross ain't a graven image, but if somebody's on that cross, that's a graven image. We ain't supposed to have nothing depicting Christ or deity. We're not supposed to. Really nothing depicting the most high, like saying, this is God, here's a picture of God. You ain't supposed to have no carvings, images of nothing. So we start putting up 613 laws, all of us going to miss it. All of us. So that's why I say all of us, Ricky, is a hypocrite to some degree. And I hope hey, that's Seth, let, you let me interrupt you one moment. Do it. Do it. Hey, Seth, okay, this is going back to what Key was talking about, and just, just hear me out first. Okay, now she was saying as long as her, her leader is, is, is preaching a good word, you know, the word hold is still, on, I, on, I think the on. word is hold still. On, hold on, Byron. Hold on, Byron, because you are, uh-huh. we really want to hear from you, because there's an echo. I want to get this phone line tight, 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 tight. All right, can okay, you hear me so now? Go ahead, but get rid of that echo. Go ahead. Okay, how about now? How Am I clear? Perfect. Go for it. Okay, going back to what Kiki was talking about, uh, with the with with her leader and his addiction, and she said it was okay as long as he kept giving her the you know the the word. Now here what I'm thinking is when she was saying that, now the word stands on its own. Like I say, you can read and stuff like that, but if he's giving out the word, nothing changes about the word, but the man that's giving it is it has the problem or has the the addiction. So you can really separate that because you are not supposed to believe in that man. You're supposed to believe that word. So he could be putting out the right word, but his got his, he got his own addiction that he's fighting with. Absolutely. You understand what I'm saying? So therefore, the two is one, but they're still separated. That's true. When you're addicted, That's you true. still get the word and you read the word. Silent. That's what I'm trying to say. As long as yes. my leader is addicted to Jesus, his other addictions are silent because being addicted to Jesus is way more than being addicted to anything else. 
And so, therefore, she is not believing in the man. She's believing in the word that he's given. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Now, I want to ask Kiki a question. That two is one, even though it is divided as one, that makes two. But he's really one. But he's giving out. He's got two different things going on. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, Byron. I like that. Well, I think very much. The the, the knowledge of Scripture and the person. Was somebody else saying something? That was me. Oh, uh, somebody from. Oh. Okay. I was just saying, saying I want the addiction. I wanted my, my, my leader to be addicted to Jesus. If he was addicted to anything else, those would be silent because the addiction to Jesus is far more greater than okay. any other addiction. I got that. that you were saying that Jesus. earlier. Let me, let me say this yeah. to you, Kiki, because you said that earlier, and I appreciate that. Let me say this to you. This is why I said what I said about pastors. One of the requirements for me when I'm picking a church home, and a, the, a lot of you out there, y'all do have a relationship with God, and you stop going to church because people were faking and shaking. And, and I'm telling y'all, Ricky brought up a very good point. He might not even know how much his point is valid. He felt like he didn't want to be no hypocrite. A lot of people is out of church because they feel like, I want to play with God. But let me tell you something. <laughs> you should keep that attitude. Don't play with God. But just because you sin. Are you fall fall short when you're trying to reach your goal of pleasing the Father? You you love Him. You you after His heart. You spoke be after His heart. You go to this go to the church and fellowship with the brethren because He said, "Don't be an island unto yourself." Nobody are supposed to be an island to yourself. Well, I ain't going to no church. You are an island to yourself. That's this you disobeying the scriptures because there's a lot to get out of church other than the preacher. You can take the preacher completely out of, completely out of church, and there's so many things going on in church. All that fellowship, old people checking your hands, hugging you. All all those hugs you need, all those smiles from strangers, watching strangers raise their hand, praise God. All that stuff is needed. All that stuff I was robbed out of, Ricky, when I stopped going to church because I was mad at preachers. I was robbed from all of those people. I miss you. Relationships. How many times I was out in the parking lot and people was testifying. You miss all that on account of a preacher. So the enemy tricked me for many years from going and having a relationship with the Father. Folks, if you listen to me tonight, you listen to Kiki, you listen to Byron, you listen to us doing the show, do not forsake assuming yourself with believers, even if you don't even believe Christ came yet and died and rose again. Keep going, and that faith will get a hold of you. And once you believe and ask him to your life, your life will start to change. Do not let no greedy preacher run you out. You just heard Byron say, you have to sometimes separate. Does he have the knowledge of the scriptures? That's where you want to go. And I'm not talking about no hooping preachers. Let's get this straight. Then I want to switch gears and talk about what Kiki talking about, weed or marijuana, if y'all don't mind. I want to talk about this. You're expecting too much out of The problem was y'all were expecting too much out of your preachers, and you wasn't getting what you were meant to get. You ex- your ex- your expectations is what was your fall. That was your main fall was with your expectations from the from the from your pastor. Right. You expected Absolutely. you expected too much. That was your fall. That was right. your downfall. Well, let me tell you, I want to add to something. Again, folks, we ain't no authorities on the line. We are authorities, though, because we're human beings, and we know we we can hear God from time to time. Some of us can hear from God more than others. And you have to determine who that is. I mean, you have to be led by the Spirit yourself, listeners. So we just 
people on the line talking. You know, we ain't no doctor this and no doctor that. We ain't no, and we, I'm not going to, we, we all going to be first name basis, okay? We got Eddie on the line. We got Bob on the line. We got Ricky. We got Kiki and myself, okay? I'm just talking. I'm not the authority just because this is my show. Please, y'all will hear something from everybody tonight. But I want to just say this, if I may. This is what I learned about preachers that are addicted to that thing. We'll call it that thing. If they're addicted to that thing, they're going to be spending a lot of time with that thing because, remember, they are addicted. I didn't say they fall every once in a while to that thing. I didn't say every once in a while a woman. I'm talking about they are addicted. That means that they have issues with sexuality. They can be easily taken off course by any girl in that church. That means that they are a weed smoker. They spend hours a day getting high. I'm talking about addiction, real live addiction. If they're a liar, they constantly are spreading lies around their own church. If they're jealous, they're constantly jealous of their members 24-7. I'm talking about addiction, y'all, real live sinning. This is why it's not good to have a minister like that because they'll spend so much time with that thing, and then they're going to try to go, go to the Word, like a lot of preachers get ready for their sermon Saturday night. I don't really like that. I think you should be ready to preach all the time. It ain't about what you're going to preach on Sunday morning. It's what you're going to preach on Tuesday afternoon at Clovis when you meet somebody. you got to be ready, full of the Word. I don't like this preparing. i got to prepare the preacher. i got to prepare. i got to go prepare. I don't like that. You should stay prepared. You're a minister. I don't like ministers working. People say, oh, oh, oh. I mean, I get into this all the time. I don't want to know. That'll be our last question about ministers working. Now, this is what I believe. If you... Or a minister. There is a difference between a minister and a non-minister. A minister is supposed to be given to the holy things, like the priests in the Bible. The Father said that those priests in the Bible in the Old Testament were not to work. They were supposed to be studying the Scripture, studying the Scripture, studying the Scripture. They're supposed to be able to hear God because businessmen, it's businessmen. God called them to build bridges, to build this, to do that, and they're businessmen. They don't study the Scriptures as much. They can't hear God as clear. They should. You still can pray and fast, even as a businessman, and can hear God. That's and become a, even a better businessman. God say, go here, invest here, invest there, and you become. I think you make even wealthier. I just believe that. He ain't about poverty. So, but when you get thing, if you work on a job and you're tired to get home, how are you gonna study? It's almost like you are crackhead, almost, because you're tired. You, you don't, it's not that you know nothing wrong. You just don't have time to study the Word. You don't have time to pray. You don't have time to visit the hospital. You don't have time to remember to pray for Kiki. She's going through something. Pray for Ricky. He said pray for, you know, come to visit him at the hospital. You don't have time because you're tired. You're, you're working at GM. You're working here. You're working at Riders. You're working wherever. So I don't believe in minister. I think they can minister. They can have a church. If they have eight members, yeah, they can work. They have Ten members, yeah, they can work. They don't have enough members to really be that busy. But if you got a hundred members, you should be working. I love to know your your opinion. Starting with Ricky, then go, well, let's go to Mr. Gray first, and then Ricky, and then Byron, and Kiki. What do you have to say about uh, that? Ministers working. Ministers working. Well, he really, if the if the church is behind him, he shouldn't have to work. I mean, you know, if 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 everyone is like doing doing their share of the work of of taking care of the church, 
and the minister, uh, he's focused on everyone, not just the one that gives more money, the one that don't give, don't, don't, don't have a dime. If he, if he focus, if he can focus on the one that don't give a, that don't have a dime, don't have it to give, but he, he treat them the same as he would treat the person that has a million dollars. That's the best pastor in the world because he's mm-hmm. not just thinking about the money coming into the church. Uh, my pastor, he 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 worked, and he while he was working, he was trying to. Uh, he had to go to funerals when he was called a pastor, and he had to take off his job and everything like that. So, wow. but, and uh, they kept thinking they kept they stayed on his case because it, he had to work. He had to come and 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 look after his congregation. But then one day they just the man just told him, "Well, uh, if they really love you, they'll take care of you in the church. You won't have to work. You won't have to job." Well, the Lord fixed it where he didn't have to work. And he 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 was taking over the church. You know, he took care of the church. But long but back to long as he's teaching, like I said, long as he's preaching the word and he's bagging up everything he says by the word out of the Bible, not a manual that he wrote or someone else wrote other than the original book. If he's teaching the word, then he's then you can you should be with him. You should back him up because he's not deviating from what the book says. Not a manual. He's not he's he he's not teaching out of a manual. He's teaching out of the book, the original book that everyone wow, has. Okay. So I like that's, that. That's that's, okay. that's what I. Have. But I I have to go. I I had to say that. So but I, I'll try to listen. But like I say, I got some honeydew. <laughs> All right, Mr. Gray. Well, thank you for stopping by. We enjoyed that poem. And remember, everybody, if y'all missed that, some of y'all came in after the poem, you can re-listen to it. But thank you, sir. All right? Appreciate everything. All right. Thank you. And that was Mr. Gray, folks. That was a powerful poem he read earlier. And those of you that came in after that, y'all remember, you can rewind the show and send it to friends and listen to it many times. Okay. Uh, Ricky, do you believe in ministers working? I agree with you. I don't make that work. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, if you work, you ain't paying attention. Okay, hold on. You're ringing again. You're ringing again. You're too close to somebody, or you got to be turned up somewhere. Okay, I'll sound to you now. Go ahead. Perfect. Move. Uh, Again, I say, I I agree with you about the pastors working. I don't think that they should, because they can't pay attention. They, They can't pay attention to the Lord, to the Word, and what God has for them. So they can take care of their parish. You know what I'm saying? They got other things to do, stuff, you know, checking in. Beautiful. So I agree with all of you saying. All right, Bob, what do you think? A minister should a minister be working? I mean, what do you think? Okay, real talk. The church I attend right now, the, my minister got to work. We got like uh, eight members. <laughs> I'm not laughing. And, and nobody can sing. <laughs> we don't have laughing. You talking about making a joyful noise? No, there's no joyful noise. <laughs> this is real talk. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you the truth. I, I, I wish we did have big congregations, but Pastor Relay, he, he, I mean, it's so bad that he has to say praises to the one that do get a chance to put in some ties. Thank you. And that's the same person every week. 
So if he ain't working, uh, he's gonna come into a dark church. <laughs> well, well, okay, that's good. Like I said, if they have a few members, they should work. Did you come in there and come on, uh, I think what's crazy is eight members and they trying to be uh, 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 working full time as minister and, and, and having to do all these special offers and stuff. But that's pretty good. All right, Miss Kiki, should have mentioned be working here because we just start talking about what you brought up earlier, this marijuana thing. Oh, do I believe that ministers should work? No. Absolutely. No. Good. Good point. I'm glad we saw out. I'm telling y'all, most people disagree with y'all. They say, oh, we know y'all. That's what's wrong with them at AP working. So that's pretty good. Pretty good. Y'all some bright, bright hosts we have tonight, co-hosts. Well, listen, let's switch gears. Let's switch gears. And let's talk about what Kiki. I don't know if she was joking out, but I got to say she was serious because there's too many people say it. Legalizing marijuana in the state of Texas. But we we don't want to quite hit there because we got some listeners that don't smoke, ain't thinking about smoking. I know we got a strong church community on this line. So I want to just kind of expand this to, to, to just talk about marijuana in general. Why so many young people, number one, want to get high? I mean, yes, the way Harry Wood was coming up. Ricky, you know about that, Byron, you know about that. But what is what, what in the world is going on that we got millions of young people? It's almost like if you're under 30, you got to get high at least once a day. And some people two or three times a day. So, Kiki, I'm going to start with you since you brought it up. You say you're waiting to they marry. <laughs> Go ahead and tell everybody that missed the opening. What did you say? I said I was waiting for them to legalize marijuana in Texas. <laughs> okay, tell me why. What, 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 why again? I know you kind of said it earlier, but elaborate. Why do you feel the need to that? Now keep in mind, keep in mind. I'm gonna say this, and I want you to challenge me. We're gonna go toe to toe. I'm gonna be the devil's advocate here, Kiki. A lot. I'm, actually, it's not the devil's advocate. This is probably uh, the uh, I don't know righteous, more righteous, I think. Well, listen, Kiki, there are times in life where you do not need to be mellow. There are times in life our young people need to be vigilant. There's times in life our young people need to be thinking. There's times in life they need all of their brain cells to be aggressive. We, from my understanding, I don't just get high, okay? Don't get high. Ricky and them know it. Seth ain't never been high. I just want to pass more joints. At parties than probably anybody. I probably hold a record of guys say, "Hey, nigga, you want to hit this?" I pass. <laughs> Ricky be laughing at me. I would pass it, pass it, pass it, pass it all the way through high school. And the reason why I never got high is this: I figured life is too hard. I need every brain cell. I don't need to be slow. I need to be quick. I need to be on my feet because I already am handicapped as it is with my upbringing where I live, and I can't afford to get addicted to drinking or smoking. That is why I never smoked drink in my life. I, as a black man in America, all that's going on, cannot afford to. I did not understand how my friends, and Ricky Powers one of them, Brian Powers one of them, why they want to be drunk with all that's going on. And that was way back then. Now, I don't want to make it sound like I'm some saint, because those things Byron did not do. That Ricky and I, we sure did do. Those things Ricky did, didn't do, wouldn't do, that me and Byron might have did. So I ain't no holy than now here, okay? So 
having said that, again, a lot of our young people need to be vigilant. They need all their strength. Does, does smoking we get do that for young people, you think? Uh-huh. I think smoking marijuana does the same thing it does for us that it did for y'all. It ain't no difference. We just got higher grades now, you know, but, right. you know, um, not necessarily, because you know it's T, it's TBC, it's THC, and it's CBD. It's different types of grades of marijuana. There's there's marijuana without THC that people use. Okay, for hold on a second. Medication. Hold on a second. Y'all know every, at ten o'clock I gotta interrupt. I'm sorry. I hate doing this, but at ten o'clock I have to do this. Those of y'all that clicked on the link, you listen to this show right now. You clicked on the link. You gotta call the phone number. You're gonna be disconnected in less than a minute. Again, if you're listening to this wonderful show and you clicked on the link, you did not call the phone number. You must call the phone number now. We only contracted to ten o'clock. We only contracted ten o'clock. This next hour is all over. So therefore, you cannot listen on your computer. You have to call the phone lines to get these extra minutes of listening that we're going to go over. The number is 914-205-5590. You should see it right on that link you clicked on. But go ahead, Kiki. Um, what I was saying was you know, um, smoking marijuana has increased tenfold with older adults now. So back in y'all day, it was just, you know, the younger people were doing it now. It's, it's the younger people and the older people doing it now. So it's not just younger people who are getting high. It's in, 30, in, the, in the past 30 days, in 2014 of May, the increase of older people getting high was on a rise higher than it was for, in the last 15 years. So in 2017, 0.9% of older people were smoking weed in the past 30 days because of legalization. So while I'm waiting on the legalization for marijuana, Sorry, I don't know what happened there. It, Facebook does it all the time, so y'all forgive me. It wasn't me, though. That was Facebook, I promise you. Go ahead, Kiki. Yeah, it'll also expose how many older people are also getting high as well. So now, I'm waiting on the legalization. Let me just say this real quick about older people. Now, keep in mind, older people... I'm just going to go over 50. They're established. They don't have to be aggressive. Most of them have already good jobs, most of them. They're already set. They probably can mellow out. But young people, it's got to be aggressive, thinking of this, thinking of that, careers. I know there are some people that are aggressive that get high. I understand that. But I'm really talking about those that stay high. We have found out, scientists have found out weed does not cause a lot of uh, physical damage. But anything abuse, anything can be abused. Anything. Anything. So this business, oh, smoking weed is healthy. Da, 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 da. Okay, but yeah, but anything, too much of anything is a sin. We know that. Too much of anything. I know young people that just want to stay high. I mean, they want to stay high. And I'm saying... Folks, listen, and this this is very relevant to everybody listening tonight because you have relatives, and we're going to provide some insight on this topic while so many of our young people want to stay high and the dangers of it. I, I, I'm telling y'all, I got some news for y'all, and I'm sure Kiki them got some news for me, stuff I ain't heard of, because remember, they smoke, I don't. So they, they the truth going to be probably more on their side, to be very honest, because I don't know nothing about it as far as how it feels or nothing. But I do know this, and y'all help me with this, Byron, Ricky, help me out. 
our young people is at high at times where they need to be not high, focused. And it's like a lot of them don't care about what's going on. They feel like, you know, I don't want to turn this show into what it was last time, but y'all know how it was the last time we talked. All these issues facing these young people, they just they just zoning out. They checking out of here is what I'm trying to say. They checking Kiki out of their responsibilities by staying high all the time. They are checking out. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm not talking about responsible young people just getting up, going to work, handling their children, doing this, and they get hired every once in a while. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about folks that's just playing games all day long, uh, you're playing games because playing with, I've seen, and this ain't just guys, girls to playing games uh, with each other across. It's a lot of grown people just caught up into nonsense and they're not taking care of their responsibility. And most of the time, two things, two common, two, two common things is rap music and is marijuana. I don't know what it is. It's just that sounds like some stuff some white person told you to say. Actually, listen, listen, listen. You know what? Actually, I like your response, and I'm gonna let you talk about that more. But I'm telling you something. This is what you know. This is what. Listen, listen to me. I love what you just said because I get told it a lot. But I promise to God, I'm the guy. I'm the guy that preach against white supremacy. I am not all what white people are saying. Listen to me. What I'm saying is two things that's destroying us. Rap culture is not telling us good stuff. There's some, there's some, there's some positive rappers out there. There's some positive rappers out there. Yes, some of them. But there is so little. And if you talk, if you, I'm telling y'all, listen to what I'm saying, man. Y'all know it's the truth. I mean, I, you remember where we come from now. You know, I, I ain't changed. I'm sitting up calling it the way it is. I'm around it every day. Our people... The decadent thing that's happened to our young people is rap culture, and I don't think it's bad to smoke weed. I don't even think it's a sin to smoke weed. Now, I know I just lost a lot of Christian people. Y'all got to hear me out, though, for y'all hang up on me. The Bible does not condemn. Actually, hold on. Let me, let me back up. I think I might have spoken too fast. The Scripture doesn't condemn drinking. It condemns drunkenness. I don't know what time, how often you have to smoke weed to where you get, get so high you're not, you know, you cross that line. But it, the, the scripture does condemn drunkenness, not having con- control of your faculties. I don't know how much you smoking weed put you there or not. I don't know. Maybe y'all can hit me on that. But that's what the Bible condemns, drunkenness, not having control of your faculties. And I'm telling you, these two things are killing our people. Crazy rap music. There's talk, there's glamorizing sin, glamorizing strip club, glamorizing knocking them all out, you know, glamorizing uh, violence, glamorizing anything that's crazy, glamorizing it. What music does What about that? the subliminal messages that we're getting on TV? SpongeBob. I, I mean, I could give you so many other things that are, are turning this world apart outside of rap music. And marijuana, I, will, I, I just can't grasp that you focus that rap music and okay, marijuana where was the things Excuse that were. Me. No, okay. Excuse me. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ricky. I think Kiki was done. Kiki, go ahead. I, got, I got this, Kiki. No, yeah, you're all right. I got this. Okay, Seth, let's talk about what well, you're talking about, weed and, you know, rap music and everything. There's a thing called responsible weed heads. I'm gonna say it just what it is, and you know, and, and believe it, there are a lot of them, cause I know a lot of. Them. 
See, okay, you said why? Why is it that that they they, they smoke so much and everything, and it's destroying this and that, and rap music is destroying it, our uh, young people and everything? It's not that set. Here's the truth. I'm 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 gonna give it to you in a nutshell. Educate me. There, I know young people. My daughter, my son, smoke every day. You hear me? Twenty folks they wake up with a blunt in their mouth. But here's one thing I can say about them: they take care of their business. They handle their business, their responsibilities like grown folks supposed to do. I don't have to sit up and say, "Damn it!" When, uh, don't forget to pay your bill. Don't, don't forget about your kid. I don't have to do that. And, and they they rolling up all the time. But they know what they're supposed to do because they you know what. And I can say this out of honesty: they got that from me. Hell, I used to be high. I was a, I was, I want a blunt. I was a joint. I stayed high, but I handled my business. You understand me? So everybody's not the same. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Rap music. Let's talk about rap music. There's some good and there's some bad. It's how you take it in. You know what I'm saying? You listen to. Oh, I'm gonna kill this bitch tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Just go over here and shoot <laughs> some damn body. Okay, if you take that in and you go do that, that's your dumb man. Cause that ain't the way of the world. Real people don't okay. do that. You, you okay. feel me? So I'm just telling you, everybody's not the same of what you read and what you see. Those dumb fucks there. I'm just going to call it what it is. You know what I'm saying? But real pimps, they're going to handle that business like players. That's just how it is. That's all okay. I got to say about that. Let, let, let me say this. Let me say this. I want y'all, I love it. Love this dialogue. Boy, I love this dialogue more than you ever know. Let me say this, because this is the beast. I'm telling you, this is what most people think that... You know, and I'm not talking about church goers necessarily. I'm talking about a lot of people older. This is what they are saying. And the young people are saying kind of what Kiki is saying. I'm going to say that again. I know responsible weed is. Okay? What I'm trying to say is this. The smoke. You know, I don't know. Help me. What have y'all heard about smoking? Smoking, not not the weed per se, not the marijuana, but the smoke. Healthy or not, what have y'all heard? Before I tell y'all what, what I heard. Not, not healthy. Okay, Kiki said the smoke from the weed is not healthy. The smoke from the weed, Ricky. The smoke. The smoke of the weed, I tell you what I heard about it. Well, I can tell you what, I, can tell, I ain't got to tell you what I heard, I can tell you what I know. It's depending on what you roll up in. Right, right. It's depending on, but yeah. just, just regular, I mean, you know, just, just genuine weed, not that, that stuff they putting in the now that, that you run up in somebody's house and, and kill everybody and rob your, your mama <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. You don't need all that. Good weed okay. ain't going to do nothing but have, have you high. You're going to go in the house, eat up every damn thing in there, look at the refrigerator, and you're going to say, I wonder if there's food up in there. You hot. You know what I'm saying? You ain't thinking about do, uh, hurting nobody. That's, re- okay. that's real weed. All right. All right. Byron, what you got to say on that? Hold on. Hold on. Well, why you think about it? Let me say this. Okay. No, no, no. I got you. I got you. No, you okay, no. no I'm going to move on. I'll come back to you. Listen, folks. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. I don't get it. I ain't going to lie. Maybe I ain't supposed to get it. Maybe, maybe, I, maybe, maybe, um, I, maybe I just missed it. Uh, maybe I'm goofy like that. But this is, where I look, this is how I look at it. 
This is how I look at it. Y'all help me out, okay? Number one is this. Hello, I hear some noise. Y'all got to keep the noise down. Remember, they can hear y'all. Really. When you play this back, when y'all listen to the show and go off, you're going to hear all this noise in the background. So listen. If it damage your lungs, it doesn't way you can smoke. Y'all, I ain't never heard that before. So maybe y'all educating everybody out there. You're telling me, I think Kiki was saying, that there's a way of ritual saying it depends on what you roll up in. So if it's a way that you can roll up weed and it don't smoke your lungs, it don't hurt your lungs, I think I might agree with it. I know I just tripped out everybody I, when I said that. I mean, that, you don't have to smoke weed anymore. They're edibles. They bake it in, in uh, cookies and brownies and stuff now. You don't necessarily have to smoke marijuana now, anymore to get the THC high. I can kind of go with that. I'm not going to do it because I don't need it like that, but I'm saying that right there. You might need it. You might not know that you need it. This is, this is why this is why I kind of like that. When I say like it, I'm always listening for one thing when I hear somebody trying to tell me something that feels good. And it feels good when I'm with another when I'm a woman and I'm with another woman. I heard lesbians say that to me. I come back with the scriptures because I got enough stuff I do that's taking days off my calendar. That's what sin does. It kills, steals, and it's still, I don't care how good it feels. Just because something feels good, that's not a requirement to do stuff. But that's what Americans say. It feels good. It makes me mellow. It's a lot of stuff that will probably make us <laughs> mellow. If we start naming stuff that make you mellow, they say if you put drugs in your shoe, and I know y'all don't heard of this, you can get high from drugs on the bottom of your feet. This white guy was explaining to me, I said, man, I ain't never heard of that. He said, yeah, when we was in high school, we would put it in our feet and absorb it through our feet because it was better, da 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 It's all kind of way. It's all kind of stuff that make you feel good. But what does that mean? What does it do to your body? Now, if you can show me where something is not harming you, and we have heard about the, the drug, marijuana being uh, healthy for this, that, and the other. Everybody holler about glaucoma. Half these folks can see 2020. They can see better than the... <laughs> they, they, they <laughs> <laughs> and they talking about some glaucoma. <laughs> so all I'm saying is... <laughs> I ask my question, Kiki, this question, whenever somebody's talking about weed or whatever, is it destroying your body? If you're a lesbian and everybody was lesbian, you have to ask this question. If everybody in the world was just like me, what kind of world would it be? So if everybody was a lesbian, there would be no population. That's how I know that's wrong. I don't have to, you know, even mm-hmm. have no conversation with the homosexual when I was born this way. I don't even have to, I don't get into that. I just know what kind of world this be. If everybody was just like me, if the the pilots got high, if the pilots, before they took off, and I'm done here, if the pilots took off and they got high, they rolled up before they smoked, they ran the plane, if everybody got high before they got behind the wheel, if everybody got high before they did everything, what kind of world would it be? Go ahead, Byron. Okay, just to get, uh, just get back on the weed, we're talking about the weed and stuff like that. Okay, well, Seth, I'm in your boat. I'm a guy that never smoked. I be feeling on my own. Huh? I never know that. You know, yeah, yeah, I, I, I never did. Never did. I never did. The only thing I tried was a cigarette back when I was young day. I, I tasted it, and it didn't like it, and it, it didn't stick. 
Now, some people wow. can, you know, say smoke a cigarette and like it and keep smoking. Some people, like, say, can smoke weed and like it and keep doing it. Or you probably got some people that has just never tried it, like you and I. Now, is there more of us in the world? More likely there is. But then there are other those that does or found out that they do like it, like Kiki just asked So you don't even know if you like it or not. But, like, you know, like it's like uh, like you say, you know, you don't have to try everything to see if you like it. Because, you know, a lot of people say try it, you might like it. Like you say, lesbians, you look at another lesbian and talk about, girl, you don't know what you're missing. Another woman know how another woman want to feel. You know what I'm saying? And that's just like something dude come up to you talking about, hey, you don't know. Hey, there ain't no lie. If you ain't a woman, you ain't no woman, you don't know what it's like. So you can't say that that's a lie. No, 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 no. I'm saying another woman can ask another woman that. Hold that thought, Bob. I'm not saying it's a lie or the truth. I'm saying Hold on, hold that thought, Bob. You got the mic. I got to say this. Those are on the phone lines. Again, we are here. It's myself, Kiki, Ricky, and Byron. We're not the only ones that can talk to y'all. Need to, if you want to say something, press one. Just so y'all know, you listen to Five Smooth Stones Network, and we're just swinging at it. And we roll, and you see we're disagreeing, which is healthy. Nobody's disrespecting each other. But let me just say this real quick, Kiki. Uh, Byron, you got the mic. I want you to finish after I say this real quick. I just want to interject real quick. This is what I mean by a lie. If another one, this is what I've learned sexually. Sometimes women don't know what they want. They'll say, I want X, Y, Z. And you'll give them A, B, C. And you'll take them to the next level. So this business of only a woman or no woman or I do think women understand each other as far as emotionally. I believe that, but I don't think that that means sexually that uh, a woman can, 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 can take them to places that a man can't. I know some men, men are, are so fixated on yeah, trying to make a woman hold on, hold on, go to hold on, the next level. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold that, hold that thought. I'm going to let you in here, Kiki, but let me just say this. This is what I learned, because men can say the same thing. Only a man know what a man wants. This That's is what right. I learned. This is what I learned. This, uh, y'all hear me out. And, and, and you, can, you can disagree, but let me just get this out real quick. That's a lie. And that lie right there is what's fueling a lot of people. Kiki dropped. I don't know if she hung up on me or if she... No. So, that was Ricky. That was Ricky dropped. Because it's a Ricky drop. Somebody dropped. Yeah, dropped. His phone went dead. He getting back on. Okay, good, good, good. Okay. Not, he can't call he back the number. He's got to call one of y'all at three way him in. He can't That's call like out the team. Yeah, he, he can hear with me. He can hear with me. Okay. This is a lie. I'm telling y'all it's a lie because if a man loves a woman and he listens to her, he can know what the woman wants if there's effective communication. He yes, women know how women feel emotionally, and we're not supposed to. We can't be a woman. But I disagree that only a woman can say. I've had all kind of women say that no woman can satisfy them like a man can. So that right there, that lie is just got a lot of women, and it's other things, of course, abuse and all this stuff. But it's got men with men and women with women. It's Satan always got a pack of lies for him. And you said a bunch of stuff. One more thing, I promise. I know I got the mic and I'm talking, and I apologize. But one more thing, that lie. 
It's a bunch of lies. It's always going to be a lie. If it's, if it's somebody trying to justify something God said over and over and over and over and over, it's abomination. And then somebody come along and saying it's good, it's good, it's good. you got to listen to what they're saying. I was born gay. And most lesbians, from my understanding, and most homosexuals, from my understanding, if you ask them, and a lot of them are very truthful, a lot of them are not liars, a lot of them are not liars, they'll tell you they got into the lifestyle from abuse. Okay, now how can something that's birthed out of abuse be godly? It's birth. All these homosexual men will always abuse, always abuse, always abuse. Well, why do y'all think it's so righteous if it's born out of abuse? Some, a culture born out of abuse and millions of people doing it, you're going to try to say you need rights and all this stuff? Now, go ahead, Kiki. I'd like for you to respond to that. Then, Byron, you finished you saying, please don't miss your, forget your thought. Go ahead, Kiki. The lie isn't that it that if a woman can please a woman better than a man can. The lie is that it's right. It's wrong for us to be doing that. I've I've lived this life of being bisexual, and I am no longer bisexual anymore. So I can speak for both sides. Does it feel better when a woman touches on me? Yes. Is it right? No. So the lie is that it's not right. Is that it's wrong? Is that it, it, no, it's wrong? It's not right. Does it feel better? What do you say yes. to say, I've been with both. I've been with both. I too have been with both, and I found a man more fulfilling. It's because she's taught her man, and taking her time to teach the man that she's choosing to to please her. What she wants instead of instead of a man wanting to take you to the next level. What if I don't want to go to the next level? What if I don't want the whole entire bed wet? You know what I'm saying? I don't want all that. I just want to be pleased. Men want to try to jump up and down and do all the extra stuff, and we don't need all that. That's why <laughs> that's why we go to a woman because a woman is going to be more gentle and and stuff like that. Is it right? No. Do it feel better? Yes. Well, again. That's your opinion, and I, you probably, a lot of women probably say, is she right? But again, it's a whole lot of folk out there that have experimented, and a lot of them didn't go that route. They got married, and probably somebody might say, well, they married, but they really, they, their best experience was with, you know, da 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 da. All I'm saying is, you just said to keep on, you just blasted it. You just put, you just told the truth. You said, that woman taught a man. What if that's what every woman's supposed to do? And if they do that, you know, maybe, or if, if every woman did what you just said, Kiki took your advice and did what you said to talk to men away, maybe that's what God wants us all doing is teaching each other everything. So a man won't be able to say that, a woman won't be able to say that's what you call marriage. So another thing I believe is we're supposed to be, we're supposed to be married virgins. I know that's almost impossible, but we're supposed to marry a virgin, and it won't even be no homosexuality. It's the first time you ever, ever experience anything sexuality with, with your husband, how are you going to compare that with a woman. So that would kill right there the whole homosexual world. But see, we are a decadent society. We don't everybody has been with several partners. So by the time we with our mate, we're addicted to this and addicted to that and that's why there's so much it's instability. But Brian, go ahead and comment on that and then when we're gonna switch gears again, uh, this is really good, y'all. I'm gonna take a quick little break after Byron and then we're gonna come back and, and wrap up. So quickly Byron, comment on what you just heard and then we'll take a quick little break. 
Okay, what I was saying earlier and stuff like that, because you just you you kind of said it right before I was getting hold to on, the hold part. Hold on, Byron. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. We got a rule. I'm sorry, Byron. Somebody raised their hand. Somebody wanted has a question, and I don't want to go to. I don't. I, I've learned if you don't get to these questions, they they go away. So, Byron, you're next. But well, let's see what they got a question about. This is a California call. Erico seven zero eight. I think that's California. Nine zero three. Go ahead with your question or your comment, please. Uh, this is Brother Gabaya out of Chicago, and uh, the comment was, it was I'm coming in late, but y'all were saying, should a preacher work? A minister of the Most High, an apostle, which was Paul, according to Acts chapter 18, verse 3, said he was a tent maker. The Messiah himself was a carpenter. So, and... and Nowhere in the scriptures, in the Bible says itself, a man don't work, he shouldn't eat. Yeah. Yeah. So, for, for the past work, yes, he should. But his first profession, as the Bible says in Corinthians, my profession is 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 doing the work. I just paraphrase, use my wording, but that's what it is. Yes, the word and teaching, giving up the seed of the Most High, is your first profession. But you shouldn't depend on. Yeah. People to do the work Because it, it, you can be a poor man Giving out the word But the thing is when you call you must do it Because the Bible also say For the labors are many but the workers are few So if you was called to do the work Regardless you got a, a thousand People donating or none You're still supposed to do the work Of the Most High Because it, 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 the, the Most High Son said in Luke 14 and 23 Go out into the highways and byways and bid them to come to the feast. So if, okay. if, if, it's, if it's all depending on how much money you're getting, you're out of order. Well, let me let me ask you this, brother, real quick. What's your name? I know you are, but just go ahead and let I know your name again. I'm Gabaya Allah. That means okay. that's the, the Paleo Hebrew for Gabriel. All right. Now let me God. let me say this to you real quick, and I'm and I'm going to move on with Byron. But I appreciate you sharing that, brother Gabriel. Can I call you that? Since I can't say your name is so hard, it's easy. Gabar, yeah, I'm Gabar, Gabar, Gabar. Yeah, you changed Gabar your name good. since you came on the show last, folks. This is one of those old listeners. Same thing about the proper pronunciation and spelling. So that's why when you, the Bible says we know but do better. When I was a child. All right, brother. Well, listen, listen, I don't want to do it too much on the name, but let me just say this real quick about working real quick so we can move right along. I want to go a quick break, and then we're going to finish up here. First of all, thank you for commenting on that. That was brilliant how you show how the Messiah worked and Paul worked. Now, keep in mind, making a tent wasn't a 40-hour-a-week job. Christ was a carpenter, but outside of when he was younger, he was, did the carpenter work. You don't hear much about carpentry work when he was going out one mountain multitude because he had disciples and they had a treasurer. The disciples could go work and make money for him, really, if he needed that, but they was not lacking no money. And I, don't, and I never heard him doing carpentry outside of him being younger. They say, isn't this a carpenter's son? Isn't this this is Christ, the carpenter's son? Isn't this Jesus, the carpenter's son? How can he be the son of God? Yeah, we know about his younger work as a carpenter, but I don't think Christ, when he was all of that heavy ministry and heavy, just tired and just, you know, I don't believe that he was carpentry working. That's just me. I don't remember seeing it in his elder years. That's number one on Christ. Paul was a tent maker. Now, when you make a tent, and you, Paul didn't have no children. Christ didn't have no 
children. You know, uh, it, it's easy when it's just you. You don't have to, uh, I mean, you know, I guess what I'm trying to say, I didn't mean to say it like that. Paul made tents, so he said he wouldn't want to be a burden to anybody. There was a businessman like that. They have businesses where they don't have to ask the church for nothing. But if you don't have it like that, we can make a tent or something bringing a good amount of money to where you don't have to be a burden on churches. You're not going to be an effective person if you're working on these jobs. You just can't. Brother, a true minister should be visiting the sick, should be visiting funerals, and, 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 and let, he should let somebody else marry folks. But you got to lay before God. And I do mean literally lay down and pray with your head in the, in the ground, crying out to God for wisdom, what's going on with this generation. You got to be in touch with your young people. You got to be in touch with your old people. You got to be able to hear the word of the Lord. He should, she should be able to talk to you. You can't be somewhere talking about, I can't hear God. You're a minister. You're supposed to be. That's businessman really are supposed to be able to hear God. Too. Everybody's going to be here the most high. But ministers are supposed to be given, like, in the, you know about the Hebrew culture. I know who I'm talking to. You know about the Hebrew culture. Those priests, Aaron priests, could not work. The fathers say they are holy men. They are not to work. So they left, they fed off 10% of everybody's income. Everybody was supposed to give them 10% Aaron's, Aaron's, Aaron's children. So I don't want to go too deep into that, but I just want to just drop that on you and uh, give you about maybe a 30 second response. Then we've got to move on to Byron, and then take a, uh, t- take a break. Well, since only get 30 seconds, we under the order of Matilda that according to Hebrews, and we ain't under the order of Aaron no more. So, we got it's a change in priesthood. Shalom, Barakatham, peace and blessings, Yashua Allah, and the, and the Gentiles that follow in the truth. All right, brother. Well, now y'all have those, brother Kabar. Uh, uh, Byron, do you mind us taking a break and then we come back and hear what you got to say? No, you've been holding long enough. Let's go ahead and hear from you. No, no, that, that's cool. That's cool. We we'll go ahead and take a break. I, I'll be back because uh, what y'all went across, though, you know, it was really deep. So uh, we'll go ahead and leave I it know. and we'll listen with that thought. Yeah, that brother right there, he's a, oh, he looks, he's very intelligent. He can go there. He's very intelligent. But uh, something that was needed to be said, because people wasn't really, um, he brought up a good point. Paul did work. Okay, take a little break. Yeah, he I got he, he brought a very good point, but I thought he was talking about two different kind of work. Because we talking about a preacher having a job job, and he was talking about doing the, the law's work, like, you know, preaching. So, you know, that, that's, that, oh, that's what I identify with. He, he, he talks about Jesus being a carpenter, and he was talking yeah, about I heard Paul that part. making tents. Yeah, I heard, I heard about Jesus being a carpenter, and I heard about Paul uh, uh, Paul making tents. But what I'm saying is what he, what I heard what he was talking about, should a preacher work? You know, like just have a job. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's, that's what you right. and I started out talking about. Right. But what he, what I believe he was saying, to me, to my understanding, what he was talking about was the preacher doing the work of the Lord. You understand what I'm saying? So he was talking right. about, to my understanding, two different works. You know, working, having I a job, you. Is, you know, working a job, getting paid, getting money, bringing a check, and spending with the church. But what he was, I believe he was talking about was, Doing the Lord's work, you know, reading the Bible and putting the word out. Because remember, you're talking about your fishermen of men and all that. See, that's that's right, doing the Lord's right, work. Right. That's not like jobby job. I got you. I got you. Well, listen, let's do this because I got to get something to drink, among other things. And I want to take a little short break. No, no drinking, no drinking. That's what we're talking about. No, no, not that kind of drinking. <laughs> I play it, I play it. But, but listen, we better be back in a little while, like this a little comedy, a little comedy coming at you, and then we're going to come back and close out, all right? 
So that's a big tip for you, buddy. You will like this, Byron. You will like this being a comedian yourself. Check this out. We'll be right back. It's, it's a it's lot cool. of interest now in the life of Christ, and that's beautiful. People asking questions, you know, secular people asking questions. I heard somebody ask this question. He posed this question, and I thought it was interesting. They asked, well, was Jesus married? And I was like, wow, no, the scripture doesn't say that. You know, that's all you got to go by. And I called him. I said, wow, what if Jesus was married? You can imagine that. You imagine the pressure that would be? You, you done took the, the form of man to come to this earth to do nothing but die for our sins. And look, and you got pressure of being mad on top of that? That's pressure. <laughs> uh, Mary making a test what I'm saying. You God on this earth, performing miracles to die for our sins. You come home from a hard day's work, wife waiting on you. Look at you. <laughs> Where you been, Jesus? Huh? Where you been, huh? Where you been, Jesus? Hmm? You been gone for a while. So you mean to tell me you've been going for 40 days, and I'm supposed to believe that you just in the woods fasting and praying. I'm going to look like a fool of you, Jesus. I'm tired of this here, Jesus. I'm sick of this here. You probably was out with your little 12 friends. They're always following you around. I don't trust none of that Peter and Alan on challenge as soon as they get a chance. I don't trust none of them. Now they gotta follow you around, you have to wait on you to feed him and all of that. Don't make this don't make no sense. I'm sick of this. And I'm I'm hearing things in the street, Jesus. What's this about some woman crying and washing her feet, your feet with her tears? What's up with that, Jesus? Huh? Why she got to put her hands on your feet, Jesus? I'm sick of this here. Some other woman took going around telling people all she had to do was touch your gun. I, I don't appreciate that. What, what she got to put her hands on you, Jesus? Try this, Jesus. I need, I need me. You saved everybody. You need to save your marriage. For me, I need you to talk to me, Jesus. How come every time I ask you something, you gotta answer me in parables? And talk to me, Jesus. Talk to me. <laughs> that is pressure. <laughs> Imagine no. Imagine the pressure Noah was You've been building an ark for a hundred years, and it ain't rained yet. It ain't never rained before, you wife. You know what you do with that big old thing in our yard? Spend all our money building this doggone thing? I mean, it's gonna rain. You need to tear that thing down and get our money back. It ain't never rained before. Got these nasty animals in my backyard. Get the nasty animals out my backyard. Got me round here itching. I'm sick of this noise. Come on, I'm think I'm getting on the ship with you and all them animals. You got no thing coming. I ain't going. 
And my turn ain't going neither. That is pressure. Imagine Jonah. Imagine Jonah coming back home after three days. You come home and tell your wife you've been going in the belly of the whale. Where you been, Jonah? You've been going since Thursday. You gonna come in here and tell me that you was in the whale? That's all you can come up with? That's the best you can do, Jonah. Girl, he said a whale. He been gone all weekend. A whale, girl. Y'all some great listeners. 
Even those the ones without ears Or small ears Or real big ears Ears are important If you're listening True Very true <laughs> Yeah cause it's hard right, to hear If you ain't got none Oh I, I got the, the, what my two minutes <laughs> what, what was that What was that what do you say, Doug? <laughs> I said, there go my two minutes. I'm here. I want to thank you, Sid, for, for putting us all together again. You know what I'm saying? It's been a long while since we've been together. And thank you for the knowledge that you, you that you bestowed to us all, man. You know, things that I used to know, but I know now. And thank you for that last guy for coming on and saying what he said. Well, I didn't understand nothing he said. But he said that. But hey, looking for it. We just like the move. It's coming soon. Y'all, pay, y'all stay tuned. You hear me? Yes, yes, yes. Well, listen, I'm going to go ahead and meet y'all and play a last song. Let me tell y'all real quick. I'm kind of rushing. I go, I go to work. So literally when I hang up this line, I go to work. So I'm rushing out here to get to work. But listen, I thank y'all. And I'm going to go ahead and meet y'all lines. Kiki, again, thank you, Byron. Thank you, Ricky. Thank you. And I'm going to be in touch with you, Ricky, as to when we do this again. Those of you that follow five of the song, just look for a little message sent to you. Check us out. It's probably just a good idea to call at 914 number at 8 o'clock next week and just see. Even if we don't do a live show, it'll be a rerun. And uh, maybe I'll put one on Ricky talking about righteousness where I go into with the scriptures, how we are made righteous, and it's not that we can work for. We're supposed to work because we are already it spiritually through faith. It's all about faith, not works, faith. So I maybe play something like that, but anyway, we'll be in touch, okay? All right. All right. So good night. Good night. Good night, Kiki I like and Byron, Ricky. All right, I appreciate it. I like to say good night right, in Italian, Arrivederci. <laughs> all right, Sid, be good, man. Love you, man. All right, love y'all too. Okay, hey, y'all don't hang up because I got a I got a song y'all want to listen to. I didn't tell y'all it, but I got one more song I'm, I'm going to play, and I guarantee you, it'll be blessed. Y'all be blessed by it. Y'all will be blessed by this song. Okay, um, many of you missed this song early when I played it, so I'm gonna play this song again because it really is important to me, very important to me, because he, he, the Most High did make a way for all of us. You know, wherever you at in life, <laughs> you wouldn't be there if, if it wasn't for his grace, his mercy. And uh, we serve a good God. And I love how Ricky brought this up, you know, by righteousness and working for it because it runs off a lot of people. A lot of people don't want to serve this, this creator because it's too hard and too many rules and they're going to mess up and they don't want to mess up. A lot of you know, would be so called thugs say, Oh man, I don't wanna I don't wanna do it until I'm ready and so you'll never be ready or holy enough and the people you think is holy, they may be living some lives, they may live things and maybe they don't have the addictions you have, but a lot of people in church have those hidden sins, jealousy, envy. You know, they master to to, to look a certain way, look holy, but when you really check and you really check their righteousness too is as filthy rags. I don't care if they sin once a year. Their righteousness is not enough to go before the Father. They need that same blood you need. So pursue a relationship with the Father. You know, don't forsake the church. You know, it has issues to ministers. Please pursue the the, 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 the Elohim or the God of that temple. I know I want to say you can stay home, and but, but it's not cool to stay home because there's so many things the church offer 
if the preacher didn't say nothing, if there was no pastor, no, there wasn't no preacher, those members have something for you. Love every single one of y'all, and there ain't nothing you can do about it. Check this out. Check this last song. I do, this will bless you. Please don't turn it off till it's over with. Just do that one for me. Good night. It looks as if
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.